Good evening and welcome to Schnauzcast episode 131 for Friday, July 9th, 2021. This is Bob, uh, joined by my co-host Nick Bader and Todd Dillon. We're going to get through a little bit of uh, 90 Second Sports today with uh, maybe a little booze news, uh, some 100 questions, and gentlemen's agreement in the second half, along with uh, Pick of the Week and maybe a visit from... Uh, Mr. Corey Selesky, who is uh, performing his his boyfriend duties and accompanying his his better half to a wedding today. <laughs> <laughs> so, welcome everybody. Uh, if you're new to the podcast, thanks for joining us. Uh, if you are returning, we appreciate uh, your patronage and encourage you to join us every week. Uh, you can find us here on social media on iTunes, Podbean. Spotify, Pandora, Amazon Music, Audible, Stitcher, or anywhere else where you can get a podcast. You can also follow us on social media on Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube at Schnozcast. Schnozcast. Uh, you can also email us if uh, you'd rather that your words went through the ether rather than your voice <laughs> at schnozcast at gmail.com. Or you can call or text us on the Shocker line at 618-SHOCKER. Shocker. <laughs> Shock the boys with your questions. Yes, sir. Todd Dillon, Nick Bader, how are you, gentlemen? Don't everybody answer at once. I mean, you said Todd first, so I, I did no. say Todd first. <laughs> I I am doing swimmingly. <laughs> That's it's that, good to be back, man. I missed you guys. We missed you too, buddy. Um, it was so last week, and we were finishing up. We're at the tail end of our eight day trip out to the Tawas area in Michigan. Been there. Uh. Yeah, they all heard it, heard of you. Anyway, so they <laughs> we we had bought all we brought all of the equipment. Mm-hmm. Well, we want we brought mics, we brought all the cables. Corey was, I'm like, look, dude, I'm not bringing that. I'm not bringing our expensive mixer that we sunk our Schnozcast fortune into up to the beach again with all that sand because he wanted to do it. It was his lifelong dream to do a podcast from the beach in the sand. Oh. So with this in mind, he, uh, I think, sweet-talked or rather probably uh, strong-armed Joe (laughs) into using his mixer to bring with us. Mm -hmm. And I said, Nick, man, those mic stands, first of all, we need a table to put them on. And secondly, they're like 90 pounds a piece. So It's like a small child. Yeah. And I'm like, we did it last summer. I don't want to do it again. So he went out to Lowe's and bought some PVC piping and fashioned these cool mic stands is basically just a PVC pipe that you can jam in the sand. And, uh, he had a little, a little uh, holder on the end of it to, to thread the mic through. And it was awesome. Uh, so very lightweight, not a whole lot of work to bring all that stuff in. And, and we had made it on an eight day trip. We had made it probably six days in before, you know, we we're making plans to go the next day out in the river and go kayaking for like a last day. I think this was, you know, we we're leaving on leaving on Saturday. Yeah, we left on the 25th. Yeah, leave it on Saturday. So, like, Friday, we're going to, like, well, we're going to go one last day in the river. The weather should be nice. So, this was, like, Thursday morning. We're all sitting on the beach by the, you know, just look at the waves, just having a good time, having drinks. And I'm like, man, if we're going to do this podcast, we've already been here six days. <laughs> if we don't do it today, it's not going to be done. And I don't have a problem if we don't do it. I don't think anybody would have an issue if we just skipped a week. Um, people would be relieved. <laughs> right, I think... Uh, <laughs> A huzzah would go up from the internet. Oh my all god, over. these schnoz guys! It's enough already with the cast. No one's catching on. Yeah, but Corey <laughs> was sitting in his chair 
And I get to see him go, yeah, well, okay. And it's a slow get up. And then now it starts the process where you're like, okay, we got about an hour and a half of him shuffling back and forth from the beach to the cabin and getting all the things he wants and setting up. And, uh, and we missed Todd because we knew that there's no, we're dealing with the Wi-Fi in the, it's like a motel, you know, rows of cabins on each side, you know, a little common area in between. And just for, just to, just to actually stream on Facebook uh, was a challenge for Corey to get set up. And I'm like, there's no way we're going to be able to bring Todd in, which mm-hmm. sucked because, you know, Todd, you're. Inter- you said you didn't want him in. No, there's another That's Todd. Thought. Oh, oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, All right. it's Todd, Todd Vandekamp. I didn't want Todd Vandekamp. That's, oh, that's right. But you Todd, said White Todd. White Todd. I don't want White Todd. Yeah, but but Black Todd. I want Black Todd. <laughs> and I was very, very upset that I couldn't have Black Todd there. But uh, I feel like I should just keep saying Black Todd. Black Todd. Black Todd. Uh, so we, so I'm like, we can't do it, but, but you know, we, so either we skip it mm-hmm. or we just do it. And we weren't really sure how the stream was going to work. We were thinking it was going to be kind of laggy and maybe no one can hear us because there's all the, the waves are crashing and the wind was like crazy blowing. We picked the worst day to do it. No, it was, it was horrible. <laughs> we were right on the water. Our feet were in the sand. Yeah. We were exactly. drinking. It was like the seventh circle of hell. Sun was out. The wind was blowing. It was breezy. We were <laughs> yeah. next to a fire. It sucked. Yeah. It was, uh, I wouldn't Man. wish that on my worst enemy. So sorry, guys. But we're like, well, look, let's just give it a shot. And if it doesn't turn out, then we'll just delete it from Facebook. It'll be like it never happened, even though the internet is forever. But uh, so it seemed to work out okay. I watched a little bit back, you know, again, but uh, I, I, I'm a little biased. You know, I'm not, a, mm. I'm not an audience member. So I watched it and I'm like, oh, those guys look like they're pretty sharp. They know what they're doing. I'm not like our normal fan where they're like, why are you doing this? Yeah, we don't understand it. <laughs> yeah, I'd rather watch sports. It's, yeah, it's like, it's, it's like when Seinfeld first came out. People don't understand the concept of the show. Right. Like, well, I, what, is, what is your topic? Well, the only difference is that eventually they got it. He became a massive superstar, and uh, that has not happened yet. No, that's it's well, it took him 10 years. <laughs> Holy balls, if we're here 10 <laughs> years from now. The next episode of the Schnozcast, episode 1142. <laughs> nice. <laughs> we'll have to have a Corvette giveaway. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. We'd had to take us 10 years to save up for that, so we might as well start now. <laughs> mm-hmm. So, so yeah, we, we, so we wanted to make sure that we did something. We thought, you know, it's something, it was Corey's dream. He was like, in, and so we're out on the beach, and Corey, when, when Corey's on the beach, help me out here, Nick. When Corey's on the beach, he is in his element. It was like he was born in the sand, and he wants to stay in the sand and never leave. Yeah, I've I've often uh, had the school of thought that you can you can take Corey to Iosco County, but you can't take Iosco County out of Corey. Yeah, um, you know it, it. He just almost can't be removed, and <laughs> so so much to the effect that he once being. I mean, Corey is. I'm not sure if he loves the podcast per se so much because he does. Excuse me, but he he loves the the dance of the podcast, and I say that in a sense that he loves that he can play with all his gadgets, and he loves that he's needed, and he loves that there are certain things he only has the key to, you know, that he can yeah. unlock, and people are waiting on him; they're depending on him. Well, that's the part he loves the most. He does. Are you waiting for me? Yeah, yeah. It's you're gonna, gonna be a while. Yep, I'm gonna move. I'm, there's no rush. Right. And uh, he's a tortoise, but. <laughs> <laughs> 
knowing that he's a tortoise munching on quaaludes in the intensified <laughs> gravity of the planet Jupiter. Yeah, indeed. But knowing that, and then realizing that he, we slightly still had to motivate him to do the podcast. So that's yeah. how much his love is for Iosco County. Yeah. So we're sitting down there trying to get ready, and Nick had had festooned himself in his finest. You know, holiday weekend, Fourth of July weekend podcast garb, and he had uh, this uh, fantabulous downriver hat that he wore. That was like, it was it a Bud Light or Bush Light? Oh, it was worse. It, no, it, yeah, the it was, Beast no, was it Milwaukee's no, Beast. No, it was a uh, it was Bush Light. Bush yeah, Light, you're right? Yep. And it was like a it was like shrub a cowboy. <laughs> What's that, Dad? Shrub Light. <laughs> yeah, it was it was a Shrub Light uh, box hat. Uh, so it was literally made. I mean, it, it was perfect because I've always seen like the beer box cowboy hats where they make them. And I'm like, dude, the second it rains, that's going to get fucked up. And I, I've never really, I mean, they're cool, but cool to maybe have inside. I have a couple cowboy hats that, that come out on some legendary nights, but um, I was literally purchasing like some provisions or accoutrement for the, for the trip in a Walmart that I never go into. Yeah. And there were two of these. Surprisingly, bush like cowboy hats made of we stocked, cardboard. We stocked two. Yeah. Still got two in stock. Cardboard. Can't get in, rid of them. In Walmart. So I grabbed that. Mm -hmm. And as soon as I went to my truck, I sprayed the inside of it with so much sanitizer <laughs> that it started to wilt a little bit. Because <laughs> so like, cardboard absorbs. Yeah, I'm it's like, not a moisture do you understand how, how many Walmartians <laughs> probably put this on Walmart. their fucking head? Did you say Walmartians? Yeah. Congratulations, sir. So, yeah. So, I now have the title for the episode. I, I, <laughs> I thought they were Walmartians. Walmartians. Thank, yes, yeah, that's I was better. Just thinking that. That's better. But I, way to go, Todd. But I bought You're that. Right. It was $9.99. You paid way too much. Oh, God. Yeah. Are you out of your mind? I, I could make my own. <laughs> you I paid like $7.99 too much. I got a 12 pack, and, and that comes with the cardboard. Well, you want your finest hats to be made of cardboard. That's the So, yeah. So I, so, I had that and a red, white, and blue shirt. But anyhow, so. So, we were sitting there, and we had all this equipment around, and Corey's got. You know, as Corey is wont to do, he's got wherever he's sitting, there's always like at least two tables so he can have all of his gear, his his vape, his chew, his drink, his drink holder, his mixer, his I mean, just all sorts of shit that you probably don't need in the beach, but he wants to be like all of it needs to be within reach at all times. Yeah, the the Apollo mission had had less things going on around <laughs> right, it right. than what Corey had on a beach. We and we had Nick's PVC mic stand stuck in the sand. Mm -hmm. We're sitting in chairs. We're all we're all looking like we're waiting for something. And there's people. We're not the only ones in this complex. And so they're sitting there, sort of in the in the central area of the of the complex, having their little you know family picnics and talks and whatever. Not and this lady comes up. So you you yeah. have to just to paint a picture. You have to imagine that this complex was basically um, like a U-shape, and the open end of the U was pretty much facing the water. Yeah. So the U was cabins. Yep. So all your cabins, like hotel rooms, like in a, like a small motel, you come out of your cabin, they're all connected in this U, and by default, if you came out in the common area or um, like uh, – the, the grassy knoll in between, you would be staring out at the water. Right. So by default, you're looking at the water when you come out. And that's kind of where everyone gravitates. Yeah, and that's where we did. were. And that's where we were. And so we're down there in everybody's, like, focal point of view when they come out of the cabin, sitting there in, like, a big semicircle. 
and this lady comes rolling down the sand and she's like, Hey, what are you guys doing? Is the when's the music gonna start? <laughs> she thought we were a band and we were just gonna sit there and like strum our acoustic guitars on the beach. Todd, Todd, you have to envision we had microphone equipment going everywhere. We had a giant speaker. We had chairs, cameras, we had tables, yeah, GoPros, we had cameras, and GoPros set up. So we were literally coolers and setting all this chairs, setting all this up unbeknownst to us because we want the water as our backdrop so right. this u-shape of like uh like a vacuum of people that are forced to look at us we're like we're gonna look at you so, <laughs> so right. we're like sitting with all this equipment facing like the courtyard yep so it would after that comment i'm like we look like idiots. We look we look like we're setting a stage up, and it's close to the 4th of July, and I've got a big red, white, and blue cowboy hat on. And you, so continue, yeah. Continue. Well, she, so she, <laughs> Nick explains, like, no, we're we're doing a podcast. We're not a, we're not a band. And uh, she's like, oh, is it a secret podcast? Are you an undercover cowboy? <laughs> yeah, I did. <laughs> That's funny. I didn't really care for that comment, but <laughs> but she she took that and ran with it, and I ended up because we were still waiting for Corey to get all set up, ended up walking back with her to her picnic table, and I got her and her friend all you know hooked up to follow the Schnozcast. And for all I know, she may be listening tonight. Careless Whisper started playing. And... Na, 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 na. Yeah. Hey, I'm so gonna uh, dance again. how long are you here? <laughs> I did. I did hey, notice baby. that was when Lori was face down on the beach. <laughs> no face no, down that, no that was not yeah it was because it was during the podcast she was like i'm gonna let oh, you guys was, do your thing oh and- you mean face down watching the podcast on her phone on a beach blanket not yes. face down oh i thought you meant out of face commission down drunk. no 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 <laughs> right? no 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 she was face down yeah laying down on she her own laying on her st- let's let's stop saying face down let's say she's laying on her <laughs> on her belly on the blanket like a- watching the podcast on the phone uh, sounds better than face down yeah, okay Face down, stomach down. I mean, I don't. Uh, but the 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 funny thing, the funny thing is, is so now it's in our minds because yeah. Todd, you have to imagine now yeah. we're we're all set up. So there's wires and everything going through the sand, and we are literally at this funnel, the end of this funnel, which is the water, and we have our backs against the water with all these mics and special equipment set up. I'm in a red, white, and blue cowboy hat. And we're yeah. facing Cut, cutting not not a quiet figure. Yeah, there. he's like all, all <laughs> like he's, he's sucking in all the attention from the entire. You complex. you look at us and we're all we're testing our mics and where does this work? Does this work? And we're you know okay, someone's got headphones, so yeah, why wouldn't they think that we're putting on a summer fucking concert? And lo and behold, slowly it went from about ten people in the courtyard to about forty. Yeah. slowly coming out of their complexes and like sitting down facing us. And I'm like, no, right. no. Is this the ConAgra summer concert series? This is not a concert. <laughs> no. I even told Bob, I'm like, I'm like, my fear is that I'm the only one that slightly has a remotely decent voice. Not good by wow. any stretch. Th- thanks. That, yo, you've already told me you have not. You well, there's not. more than just me in this podcast. Oh, You're insulting t- Todd as well. Todd was not there. That wasn't there. Yeah. And could you imagine? Yeah. Uh, go down country road. Take, take me home. Remember the words. Country road. Like, so between that and Bob, like, if you've seen him dance when he's drunk, like. Dancing and, and, and singing me, are two totally different things, but by you, the way. But you're like, I will never sing because I am not good. 
Uh, no, I only get good in my brain when I've uh, had a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's quick, still quick, only in quick my question. brain. Yeah. yeah, quick question. Clarifying question. Did uh, did WBKB Channel Eleven Tawa show up? Oh God! Could you imagine? <laughs> We're here with what appears to be a summer freak concert, <laughs> guys. I hear from, I hear you're from downstate. What do you call yourselves? Undercover exactly. cowboy. Yeah. I, I, t- I told Bob, I'm like, you know, I, I felt like I felt like Uncle Leo, like when when he jumped in front of the PBS telethon, and he was like, "No, stop the show!" Like, I felt she's like on a, a fixed income. She's on a fixed income. Like I felt like yeah. doing that because these people kept walking out and they're like, got their bags and their coolers and you know they're they're kind of tousling their their child's head and like sit get on the kids and coming out yeah. we're gonna watch a concert tonight they're, they're setting up lawn chairs and everything and I'm like dude we're gonna have to I told Bob I said people are like peeking out their windows going I was gonna sleep in today but it looks like there's gonna be a concert down on the beach <laughs> kids wake exactly. up exactly I'm like you guys are towel pack the cooler I, I whispered to Bob I said dude. I, I know that I'm the only one that even tries to sing in this group, but please don't like turn to me and be like, well, buddy, you know, we can at all. So you're going to have to do something. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, please do not do that. In hindsight, it would have been better if you had sung because the moment that we started recording and we just started talking, that, that crowd dwindled, uh-huh. dwindled like nobody's business. Hold <laughs> well, yeah. like, up the chairs. Yep, let's go back exactly. Inside. Well, I guess that's all of that. I'm not watching people talk on the beach. But when you think about like the the really bad karaoke singers that people will sit around and be like, yeah, like we we literally could have just sang our asses off, and they probably would have been very appreciative. <laughs> you know, you're. I never even thought about that, but you're right. We could have set up like that, and just. Had had it like a bunch of microphones just stuck in the sand, uh, hooked up to the, <laughs> hooked up to this, and had the speaker playing with music, yeah. and just tell people like, hey, for five bucks, you can come over here and you can sing your own song in the microphone. Oh, dude, they would have ate it up. We we made a fortune. Dude, yeah. when I come back this summer, we got to do a pop up podcast somewhere, <laughs> like either in front of a crack house or somewhere. Crack in house. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> why set your standards so, get so high? Crowd. Why not just do it? Why not do it in front of the where the, where the Mall Martians go? Right in front of the Walmart in downtown Texas. Exactly. Exactly. And interview the locals. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, exactly. we we dis- I mean, the podcast itself disappointed a lot of people, but we disappointed a lot we, of people. Weekly we did. It was a beautiful night. Yeah. And it looked like a free summer concert and I think there were a lot it of It was a, it was afternoon. I think we started at like 2:30 in the afternoon. Yeah. yeah. It was we finished around. It was we finished around four thirty. Yeah, it was. It seemed like it was starting to get evening. I don't know. It was all blur. But uh, well, that's true. There was some drinking going on. Yeah, but it, uh, it it just it it was kind of tense because I'm like, fuck, man, these people are expecting a show, <laughs> right? But I'm I, bummed that no one came down and taunted you guys or threw beer cans at you for not entertaining them. Well, there there. So we were there for eight days, and this was the sixth day of eight. And we had a certain reputation at this at this complex, Todd. We were the guys. So, this is a. Can I give a shout out to the, the play, name of the place, Paradise Beach? Yeah, of course. I mean, you just did. So, um, <laughs> <laughs> it's too late now. Yeah, so really. The great thing about Paradise Beach is they have, they they do ice runs like multiple times a day. So there's a big ch- ice chest uh, in the office, which you know. It's like three fifty for a bag of ice, which is a little bit of highway robbery, but it saves you from having to drive anywhere, so it's real convenient. And they also, they chopped the fuck out of some wood, and they had this giant pile of super dry, ready-to-burn wood that was 
available for free for anybody who was there all the time. And we went through probably $300 worth of firewood. Like yeah. 15 trees. Oh, my God. It, we, and they, they had these. They had multiple wheelbarrows that were available for people to go fill it up with, with logs, come back to the fire. And we would run. We would run probably like 10 or 12 times during the night to just go keep getting more wood. And um, so we had a certain reputation around there as the guys who – we were the guys also who, when, when someone else took over the, big, the, the only big fire pit that they had, Nick's like, fuck that shit. We're making our own fire pit. Yep, and he and he dug a Boy Scout level um, fire pit in the beach in the sand uh, with a vent hole and everything. Yeah, and, it was uh, <laughs> an oxygen excuse me oxygen fed survival fire. Yeah, and we we went through we went through many many trees um, making fires in that beach. To, to the to the effect with that, uh, you know, I had a couple beers in me and and we're like they're like oh man. Well, the, the the big fire pit with all the chairs around it. You know, someone's already there. I'm like, yeah. They're like, oh, well, what do you want to do? You want to find one of those little, like, little tiny, like, Walmart portable ones, which they had. And I'm like, no, we can't get a good fire going in those. They're like, well, what are we going to do? I'm like, I have an idea. And I had just gotten out there, so I, I just started digging in the sand. And they're like, what the fuck are you doing? And I remember at one time, Corey's like, eh, I, I want to shit all over this, but I think he's going somewhere. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I feel like I feel like he's going somewhere. Uh, it's not going to work, but I, I think he's going somewhere. And then we looked over, and some some random guy was talking to us. And I think he even said at one point, he's like, "Oh, I was going to walk away, but I kind of want to see how this turns out." <laughs> and then he looks yeah. at me, he's like, "Hey, hey, hey, guy!" I said, "Yeah." It's undercover cowboy to you. Yeah, he's like, "If you get this going." <laughs> Like, all of a sudden, you, you put the wood in and everything, and then the fire just starts blazing. I'm buying you a shot. <laughs> I said, he's like, because I watched your friends here for like 25 minutes try to build a fire, he goes, and it just wouldn't work. And I yep. said, oh, it's going to work. And he bought me a shot. <laughs> yeah. Nice. And, and so nice. because of that, we made a lot, of, a lot of friends of these folks who were also staying in the complex because we were the people who – the people, the the people who wouldn't let the lack of a fire pit uh, affect them from having a fire on the beach. So, yeah, there was some finger wagging at certain points too. I think there was a little, from they're, they're a little soured sometimes. They they had a little couple, couple couple comments and stuff like some of the toward us like extenuating part of their group because it was like a okay. giant family, and I heard like you know like a couple rassafrasas. Okay. But that's uh, to be understood. They thought that they had capitalized on the only fire pit, and it was going to be their family and only their family, and we were going to – because there were really no seats left, and they thought we were just going to go back to our room. And Well, they thought wrong. We dug a hole in the sand right next <laughs> right. to them and had a better fire. Uh, well, we thought it was a better fire. Whether it was or wasn't didn't matter because we didn't, we didn't encroach on the fire pit and try to, like, hey, you got room? Mind if we hang out with you? We didn't take any of their chairs. In fact, We'd, we were very neighborly and said, like, as we brought over, like, wheelbarrows full, full of logs, we're like, hey, anything you want, like, yeah, we help only, yourself. We only brought things to hook us up to uh, portable electricity, uh, lighting, our own tables, our own chairs, our own coolers, and a, and a four-foot um, light-up speaker that we blasted our oppressive music onto the beach. <laughs> now, 
You were, you were the soundtrack of the summer for those people. That's what I think. <laughs> that's that's what I'm going. When but, I go to sleep at night, that's the what what I'm. But you know what? In. The only way I was able to lay my head down while whilst on vacation, yeah, with that speaker is because they didn't fucking listen to music. They no. had no music. Playing. There would there would have been no music if it wasn't for you. That's what I'm saying. You were the soundtrack of the summer for them. Yeah, bring your own fucking music if and, you want to listen. And to you it. had a good mix of you know country rock, uh, old old. Uh, Pop songs, '80s shit. It was, it was. I don't know how you could have a problem with any of that. No, I think a lot of it appealed to the age of the crowd as well. So, but Todd, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, Todd, the worst problem that the, the the worst part of that weekend was the drive home with all of the traffic and people who yeah. would, people who would not get out of the way. I don't know about you. Mine oh, wasn't. Man. Mine wasn't bad. But you know what? <laughs> I, Todd, I tried. I'm not, I don't know what else I can I do here. I know it's a nice segue. <laughs> mine was great. Nick left early. Uh, I we did. left a little bit later than that, so we might have hit that traffic, whatever. But these people who just did—they didn't—they don't. It's like they don't know how to drive. There's a lot of that going around. Yeah. So have you have you so, experienced that recently, Todd? So I have. So uh, this weekend, while you guys were beaching it up, uh, as as you know, I uh, we introduced a new puppy into our home, uh, and so we drove down to Oregon City, Oregon, uh, to pick up a puppy, uh, and both on the way there and on the way back, different times, uh, never ceases to amaze me, people loitering in the left lane. Uh, and so that is my uh, complaint of the week. I can't figure out where people <laughs> think that they should be able to hang out in the left-hand lane uh, and go any speed they want. And then when you're behind them and you, you kind of get up on them and you bright them and say, hey, could you move over? And then they give you the stink eye. Uh, and they don't get over, and then you zip past, and then you give them the stink guy on the way past, yep. uh, and then you and then a mile up, you run into the next left lane loiter. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't understand it. And then then there's actually the, there's one person worse than the left lane loiter, the left lane loiter who's kind of the the informal policer of how fast you're going to go on the highway. So when you try and pass them on in the on the right, they speed up so you can't go by. Yes. What's up with that? So. Two comments. One, it's it's actually unlawful for people to do that because left lane is considered a passing lane, at least in Michigan. Um, and there was a big push from the MSP to um, actually stop drivers, um, and people were getting very confused and and you know upset and saying, I, "I don't understand. I was doing the speed limit. You know, why are you stopping me?" And the troopers would say, "Because um, you're a douche." Yeah, oh, sorry. Yeah, I wish they would say that. But um, being as trooperly as they were, uh, they they would say, "Well, sir, ma'am, you know, it's actually unlawful to be in the left-hand lane unless you're actively passing someone." And the reason we're doing um, a push to uh, enforce this this law is because. The left lane loitering, which I, I do like the alliteration, I like that phrase, but the left lane loitering actually causes more accidents. Um, Absolutely. Because you have now loss of traffic control. So people um, are trying to weave in and out of traffic the wrong way that they're supposed to be going, as opposed to Correct. staying to the left. Everyone's going to the right. Some people are trying to go to the left. People are tailgating. They're stepping on their brakes. It's causing road rage. And it, it, it causes a lot of accidents. So they were, I know, um, several months back doing a huge push for that. And then the other comment I was going to give you, which you hit the nail on the head with with traffic control. Um, so I had a woman literally today, and this kind of stuff pisses me off as well. Um, I had, I was, 
I was locked into um, that that funnel where you've got two slow moving semis in the right two lanes, and the left lane is open. So there's there's a lot of people that you can tell their personality based on how they drive. Um, and I had this woman going 68 in a 70 in the left-hand lane. So she was keeping, literally keeping up with the semis. Well, what does that do? Well, of course, it stops the flow of traffic. So you've basically got these two walls to your right, so you can't even unlawfully pass on the right to get around this woman that is clearly a moron, so you have to sit behind her, and it's a control thing. She knows she's in control. And so I did a test, and I thought, okay, if this woman is not a control freak, maybe she's just an idiot, maybe she's old, as soon as this semi clears, I'll attempt to go around her. So a couple, maybe five minutes went by, and the semi that was she was using as part of her funnel to control traffic suddenly merged to the right. So there was an open lane, and I was directly behind her. And I very, you know, not like, you know, step on the gas and flip her off or anything. I just slowly just watched my speedometer. So she was going 68, and I get in the right-hand lane, and I clocked her to overtake her vehicle. I had to go 83. Because as I got next to her, her speed increased, 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 and there's no one in front of her. And I'm like, that's funny. For the past five minutes, you wouldn't go a mile an hour past 68. And now that we have the option to go past you, you want the control. So, How how fast were you prepared to go to find out? Oh, dude, I would have went 120 to get past (laughs) you. But but I I do find that you don't incite anger or competitive nature with people like that if you do it slowly. So some people don't know. It's like... There's, there's especially guys. There's a lot of guys, but there's girls, too, that do it. That if you do the, you know, I'm trying to get past you, trying to get past you, left, right, weave, kind of I'm close on you, close on you, and then a spot opens up, and you veer to the right, you know, they'll be like, you know, and now you're into this pissing match whose dick is bigger, you yeah. know, going down the road. And that's what I don't want. So I just tried to creep, and she was giving me, you know, the – uh, the old stare ahead side eye, like I'm still, <laughs> yeah. I'm still paying yep. attention to you. Exactly. And, and then the funny thing was, is you know, at a certain point, um, it was like when a light turns green and you're almost coming to a stop, and someone else is completely stopped. If you want to give it a little gas, you're just going to breeze right past them. You know, it, it's going to take a minute for them to get up to speed. Right. And since I was already accelerating, I had that option. And once I saw, you know, that she was being a fucking bitch, I decided, <laughs> all right, gas it. And, uh, and I gave her her chance, you know, and I just gassed it completely past her. And surprisingly enough, you saw her car just drop back down Drift to back. 68. And so there were, catch the next person. There were a line of people right behind her. <clears> and I'm like, what is with, I mean, yeah. it's, it's a conveyance. You're going somewhere. You don't want to get to that that place, that destination. Like, go <laughs> or or go in the right lane with the people holding the mattresses on their roof, like, yeah, and their hazards on. Go in the right lane with right. the semis if that's what you want to do. You know, <laughs> it's the same. It's the same set of laws here. There are even signs everywhere. Stay, stay, uh, stay out of the left lane and accept the pass. I mean, the police do every every six months or so. They try and enforce the same things here, uh, but it is just a common theme, and it is. And you're right. It leads to so much. 
nonsensical road rage because it's like, why are you, why are you hanging out here and causing the traffic to slow down uh, when you can get over? And, and my favorite is too when someone actually is startled, but then they they realize, well, I'm mad because you're on my on my butt. So then they're like, they put the blinker on, like they're going to get over, and then they don't. Then they continue to go slow for another. 20 miles. So actually I don't give anybody, I don't give anybody the finger. I'm not trying to get in a fight with anybody, but I do now as a, as a matter of uh, course, I give it the gas and I go by at 130 miles per hour. Or more, uh, so that there's no question. Good. Uh, that's the, that's the dick that I remember. <laughs> yes. Knowing Todd Dillon in the, in the past. <coughs> when I was married years ago, uh, my, my dad has, had three brothers and uh, one of his brothers, my uncle Ed, was over to my dad's house for Christmas, and uh, me and my wife got into a, at the time got into a, 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 what turned out to be a fairly aggressive argument with him because he took the stance that he's like, ah, I, I, I don't know why people get all so upset. I'm just following the law. Speed limit seventy. I'm sure at the time, back in the day, it was sixty-five. I'm 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 in the left lane. That's my right as a driver. I'm going the speed limit. I'm driving 65. Damn right. It's, it's you guys who are speeding. You're breaking the law. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so you, you, I don't have to go through it again, but obviously you present the whole argument that we've been talking about. And he's like, nope, you guys are fucking criminals. Me? I'm, I'm, I'm obeying the law. <laughs> there, there's a large, large group of people, first of all, that don't understand, that they don't know. We're never taught in driver's training that the left lane is a passing lane. That's yeah. number one. Um, Two, there are absolutely people, I've, I've talked to people, and they're very matter-of-fact thinking and saying that, yeah, it's my right. Mm-hmm. I'm going exactly the speed limit. I can be in whatever lane I want to be in. Yeah. Like, no, that's not the way it goes. That's Right. And it's that's not a right. That's not a constitutional well, right. I, I, I was going to say, here's be. the thing. Regardless of rights, I think, and that's, I think the greater point is be nice to one another. At the end of the day, uh, unless, again, I, I, and I, even when I see people driving like idiots behind me, sweeping in and out of traffic, I'll be, I get out of the way. That way the, the asshole assholes can actually be on their way and not put other people in danger. So, but it's like, so just be courteous, even if, it, even if it annoys you. Being courteous would solve the whole thing. But just laying, hanging out, loitering in that lane, oh, one of my biggest all-time pet peeves. <laughs> I will give you uh, a third driver. That is not necessarily that I find annoying, but I almost I find comical. Okay. Um, it's the um, the passive aggressive, uh, seemingly asshole driver, and so uh, with explanation. So it's the driver that's on your ass when you're in the left lane, going very quickly. Like let's say you're going 85 in a 70, trying to overtake another vehicle. And you've got this guy just right on your ass. It doesn't matter if you go faster, he goes faster. Right on your ass, so you do the right thing. And you're like, okay, as soon as I pass this vehicle, I'm going to get over in the right in the middle lane and let this guy go by. Yeah. Yep. Well, once this guy realizes no one's in front of him, then he's the one speeding. And then all of a sudden he drops down to 70. (laughs) 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 I've encountered this man. Yeah. Many, many times. So the drafter. Yes, he's a drafter. That's exactly he what he is. Yeah, because if, if 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 someone else is speeding and you can draft behind them, like you, 
people think like, well, I'm not going to get pulled over. It's the, the first guy in front of me. Right. Mm-hmm. But if you become the first guy, people are like, oh, fuck. You're just like, I'm exposed. I got to back off and try to find someone else to draft behind. But, but the funny thing is, is if an officer pulls out going after the first guy and you're going just as quickly, he's going to meet you before he meets the first guy. Yes, that's true. Yeah, you can play the, oh, let me get out of the way, officer. But, <laughs> <laughs> but if you're drafting, I assume that you're also the kind of person who's watching your rear views, and if you see a cop, you're going to stop drafting and get over to the right. And get over. And, yeah, and yeah. pretend like, oh, I was just out for a Sunday drive. I'm not sure I, what came over. I think it's hysterical because I, I watch these guys, and, you know, there's a they're, – they're one in, in, in very, very many um, – once in a blue moon kind of situation, but it's always comical because usually it's just the asshole that wants to fly past you. Yeah. Um, but when it's these guys, I laugh because I'm like, okay, so I just test and I just get over, and they're like, whoa, whoa, <laughs> <laughs> they go way back, and they get over in the middle lane, and then I'll get back in the left lane and just floor it, yeah. and then all of a sudden you'll see them kind of get back over again. I'm like, no, I'm not going to be your shield. I have people do that to me all the time, especially when they realize I have a radar detector. I absolutely, I get drafters, and I like, and I'll, I'm like, all right, you're on my butt. I'll get out of the way. I know I'm going pretty fast, uh, but I'll get over. And like you said, they'll then they like they pass me. And they're like, oh, he's got a radar detector, and they slow down and slide back in the slot. And I'm like, all right, buddy. But then I, I Nick, I agree with you. Then I'm like, well, I'm gonna let let go because this guy's gonna get busted before I do. Because <laughs> yeah. I'll, I'll see I'll see the police in front of me long before he does, and I can slow down. <laughs> yeah, and, and uh, Scotty Moore has uh, coined the phrase uh, "highway throttle jockeys." <laughs> guilty <laughs> throttle jockeys. Guilty, guilty, guilty. Oh my God! Hey, now let's do the shot. Hey, Todd, what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I got a little straight bourbon from Two Bar Spirits here, local distillery here in Washington. Okay, what's your, uh, what's your, that's your shot. What's your drink? That's my shot. My drink, I'm drinking a little. My, my Rogue Brewing Bat Squatch Hazy IPA. All righty. Not the Bat Squatch. <laughs> the Bat Squatch. So we're going to do an audience participation shot right now. So if, uh, if you're in the future, uh, pour yourself a shot, get yourself a libation, and join us. And uh, here's to you. Cheers. Cheers. Salute. Cheers. Oh, that's Woo. good stuff. Ooh. That sweet corn. It, it always it goes colder. It always goes down smoother when, when Bob pours the shot at the beginning of a Nick story. <laughs> right. And then follows it up with his own story. But and I, then Todd tells a story. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, hey, yeah. hey man. Hey. <laughs> but I figure if we're all telling stories, I'm like, I can't I'm not the only one that's made I this shot like, go warm. I feel like they're looking at me like, over here, drink us. <laughs> like, just watching the sweat beads from the room temperature, just bringing the temperature up. And yeah. it just drives me insane. Because there's nothing worse than warm fireball going down like a rusty rake. Rusty Cheers, rake. Cheers, Kate. Kate, who's out there, Kate? Kate Alice. Kate Alice. Oh. <laughs> Big shout out to Kate. Well, I know a lot like, of Kates. Like, is uh, Kate Upton just walked into your house? Like, I thought you were talking about, uh, I thought I you were just, talking about uh, Kate Woodcock. Admiring uh, your helicopter, mountain, and waterfall. And uh, <laughs> was wondering what kind of podcast you're shooting. <laughs> also, big weekend for those Marvel fans out there. Black Widow just opened up yesterday. Word. Uh, Lori's absolute favorite Marvel character ever. She's been waiting for years for this movie, so she wanted to take her son and uh, invited me along. And uh, I, and I so I'm happy to report that if you're a Black Widow fan, it does not disappoint. Um, 
If you're not a Black Widow fan, but you're a Marvel fan, it's pretty good. And if you're a fan, be a fan of hers. She that's an awesome character. I was just gonna say, if you're a fan of Scarlett Johansson's ass, this is the movie for you. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. The crazy part is, I thought that it was directed by a woman. I could be wrong about that, but uh, they they have there's no shortage of shots that lingered on her ass. And at one point, (laughs) we we looked over each other, going like, "It's a great ass." I'm just noticing there's a lot of those ass shots, but I'm I'm fine with that. <laughs> She's like, yeah, it's great ass. I'm not sure why, but okay, it is what it is. Colin Jost must be an executive producer. Colin Jost is a lucky I motherfucker. F- I feel like <laughs> you don't find it slightly disturbing yeah. that uh, the favorite Marvel movie of your girlfriend, yeah. y- your girlfriend, yeah. is the name of it, the name of this superhero right. is based off the most poisonous spider in north america she's she's deadly baby Wait, hold on where she's deadly kid typically are where only where only the female spider is deadly the male the yeah. male like does nothing yeah he's impotent i mean uh, is this some sort of symbolism like what but but i'm not also a superhero in this equation no no i'm just a you're the male spider I'm the superhero's boyfriend you're the male black widow okay no no i'm not the male black what yeah, and you're not even a Wait, widow, what? so you'd be like the male, just black, <laughs> just the black male uh, spider. I, 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 as a white man, uh, I'm somehow offended by that. You're offended. I'm you shouldn't be offended. <laughs> you shouldn't be. That's offensive to Todd that you're offensive. That you're offended. <laughs> that I'm offended. <laughs> yeah, I, I feel like Todd would back me up and, and have my back on the offense that's taken. <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> is, you <laughs> are emasculated by that spider man. <laughs> Spider-Man. That, that's the part of the equation we just go, It's dude, it's just a comic book, man. Okay. Oh, no. That makes it real. I think, she, I think <laughs> she's trying to tell you something. I think uh, David Harbour knocks it out of the park, though, as uh, Red Guardian. So if you get I, a chance, Todd, uh, check it out. I'm just... Oh, dude. definitely. I'm, dude, that... Uh, again, you know I, I'm in love with that whole franchise, but uh, I think she is one of the most compelling uh, uh, characters. I, again... She, again, she doesn't have any superpowers, and she's still kicking ass and taking names. That <laughs> is awesome. Well, I just I I, I only wanted to comment because I care about you, man. And I, I appreciate. That. I do, I do, and I I only want to see good things happening for you. I and, love that and, you thought good things weren't happening for me, so you needed to step in. Well, when you come, <laughs> when you you he came, Todd. This true story. He came to my house, and one of his ears was bleeding. He, he had blood coming out of his ear. So I'm a little concerned that after spending eight days on vacation with Lori and after this Black Widow thing, he's got exactly. blood running out of one of his ears. And I'm like, yeah, do you understand that's what that, a good friend does Tom. that you have blood coming literally out of your ear, dripping down your face? And he's like, huh, didn't notice that. And I'm like, as all victims of the Black Widow do, they go, oh, I wasn't aware that I was bleeding to death. <laughs> that's what that's what that's what they do. They bite it's you silent, in the night. Silent killer. Yes. Silent killer. So we there was some emergency uh, bandaging that had to transpire because he, but even before drinking, <laughs> Nick could, was like, could, "Yeah, could, could not could not get it to stop." This true story. Yeah, definitely right before that, the podcast. That's, that's, that's why we were you were waiting to get in the room, Todd, because there was a, a band aid being applied to my. To that's my there, awesome. There is literally so did Lori did Lori cut you because you weren't acting right. I, I don't want to. <laughs> turn this into a cry. Is that for a help. warning shot. I don't want to turn this. Into I'm a sure cry you for deserved help, it. But, no, I'm, I absolutely probably wasn't that it. a thing back in the day. The teachers that grabbed you by the ear. You're thinking of yes. uh, yeah, you're like, thinking of porn films. 
No, every 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 private school, every religious school. Yeah, you had to, you had to be rich enough right to afford here. to go to a school where they grabbed your ear. Normally, they just <laughs> beat you beat you up with a with a ruler. Take a piece of wet bamboo and hit you across the knuckles. Uh, yeah, or they call the cops and have you arrested, framed for murder. <laughs> yeah, one of the two. But anyhow, so I'm just concerned. <laughs> anyway, about you. just concerned about you. Buddy. No, I, I. This is what this is what good friends do. They're, they 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 look out for your well being. They offer you a band aid when you've when you've clearly been abused by your significant other. And yeah, uh, you know that. What more could you ask for? And it, serve you alcohol. The Perfect. the the, yeah. fu- the funny the funniest thing about it, Todd, was um, it, <laughs> I, I I said, hey man, your ear's bleeding. Uh, it looks like it might be old. And he's like, and it wasn't actually bleeding. But it certainly started to. And he goes, I, he goes, what this year? And he like just <laughs> and I scratched off scratched the whatever off the scab, scab and like dried blood around his ear from when apparently uh, he I have was no att- idea what attempting the hell to happened. shave his face with his eyes closed. <laughs> and and he like who doesn't do that? It, it's a Friday. Yeah, it it was like unscrewing one of one of the round caps on like a fire hydrant. Yeah, dude. Because all of a sudden it's just like running, 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 and I'm like, uh, you might want to. I'm like, right. just just look in the mirror. The amount of blood that is pooling up in my headphones right now. Yeah. It's I, I overwhelming. Said, and he's like, I don't know what I'm going to do. So he keeps touching it, and he's got blood on his hands. And he's like, oh, man. And then he well, you touch it, it thinking, you know, like, oh, I expect it, it, if there's no blood, like, ah, he they, touches it's it, over. He, he touches it again, and he's like, dude. And I'm like, okay, Bob, you have your phone, don't you? Yeah. Right. Yeah. So he pulls his phone out, yeah. opens his phone. Puts oh, his phone. This is puts his puts his phone in front of his face, and instead of moving the phone to where his ear would be, if, if you're listening to the audio version of this podcast, you're really missing out here because yeah. you really need to see what he's about to do. So instead of putting your phone in front of your face and then moving your phone slightly to where your ear would be and looking to your right, like with your eyes and not your head, to see like you're using a mirror, Bob holds the phone in front of his face and then turns his entire body. <laughs> Turns his whole body with the phone and the hand. Everything turns in one direction, and I witnessed nice. it. And I'm like, "What are you doing?" And he's like, "I don't know. How am I supposed to look at my ear?" So oh he, my god! So he so he ended it with snapping photos of his ear and then looking at the photos. <laughs> Hadn't had one drink. So I I, awesome. I said to him, "I said he's like, well, we got to go inside now." And I'm like, "Why?" I'm like, you want? he's like, dude, we got to start. My ear's bleeding and I, we got to figure something Sub's out. Sub's got to give. And I said, well, I got, I, I can put a band in. Oh yeah. You're going to bandaid my ear so you can make fun I, of me during the I, whole podcast. I forgot that I'd be wearing headphones and I, all I could picture is Nick. Every time he looked over at my left, which is conveniently where it is in the left ear <laughs> facing Nick, that he would look at it just, just out of the blue, just sort of. I mean, I do purchase the Caucasian flesh tone bandages, so. It, for which I am eternally grateful. <laughs> so it would somewhat blend in. It's yeah. not quite the pinkish hue of your skin, but well, it, it would blend. It was like just a little tan spot. If you could get some with like flecks of gray in it, so it would blend oh, with my man. hair that are right above the ear. That That'd would be, be awesome. Yeah. So, so Next time you go to the store. So eventually we, we get down here, and and he's like, did I get it? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah, it looks, it, looks like, it looks like you just wiped it. And so he's got like a piece of paper towel that's just soaked. <laughs> In yeah. like spots of blood. By the like, way, this is great audio content. Yeah, yeah it is. Oh, yeah. And so he he like takes it 
and loosely throws it in like an open bag of his on the ground. I didn't put it on your table or your floor. I put it in my bag. He goes, That's the important So part. it's just kind of laying there, a light piece no, of it's paper inside towel. inside the bag. Just on this very, very open bag. And I'm like, it's open. it's in the bag. You are going to haphazardly pick this bag up, and I'm going to find this disgusting I hepatitis said, rag I said, no, on my floor. I, com- I, com- I commit to you that He's that like, will not nope, happen. that won't happen. I'm like, yeah, because you always remember everything at the end of our podcast nights. I think you just uh, crystallized it perfectly. Yeah. I always remember everything. Yeah, you do. <laughs> so he sits down, and I look over, and there's this giant... I, like, well, I had already told him, I'm like, hey, if you happen to be next to me, you look over, <laughs> and it's starting to like, drip down my ear or something, please tell me. He's like, because I don't want to. I'm wearing up, a white t-shirt. On my white shirt. And I look <laughs> and at your floor. So, and I won't be able to turn my whole body to see it. Right. Yeah. I, I'm like, what? <laughs> what? And it just flings it onto my Wait, face. Yeah. Should I go to the bathroom? What? So I look over, and he's like, uh, you almost ready to start? And he doesn't have his he doesn't have his cans on. Right. Yet. He, he goes, oh my god! And I look over, and there's this giant teardrop of blood, like about to come right off of his lobe. And I'm like, whoa! Like okay. the kind you'd see in like a in like a Jason Bourne like opening credits montage, like like just ready for it to drop. And I'm like, yeah. Bob. So what does he do? He just jams his hand up against it, and he's like, what oh, else my, can you do? Oh my god! No, look I still had the. I went to get the. I said, yeah, grab the rag. Uh, yeah, the, the, the period rag that I had in my bag over um, there. And then, <laughs> and then went to the bathroom. And I'm like, hey, man, if you could get that Band-Aid. Ketchup like and pennies. Offered, that would be great. Ketchup and pennies, Bob. Yeah, that'd be fine. So he goes in the, he goes in the John and, and uh, I assume correctly looks at himself in the mirror. Because he, he could not turn the wall. So. I looked in the mirror like. Yeah. His whole body turned around. <laughs> this isn't working very like well. I should figure that can't be. The, yeah, the, yeah the, the shoulders don't articulate. I'm just an action figure that moves like this. So he, he comes out of the bathroom slightly deflated, and he's like, all right, man, I'll take that Band-Aid. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, sometimes you got to admit defeat. A lot of people don't know when to admit defeat, and I'm here to tell you, you young kids out there. You're bleeding. And I know you're out there. you got to admit defeat. When, when, it's, when it's, it's no knock against you. Sometimes you can't conquer the world. You just got to. You gotta ask for help sometime. That's yeah, correct. dude. I back in the day had both my ears pierced and have lived. Did for you have th- both ears pierced? Yeah, there's a lot, a lot of people my age did. Okay, and well, uh, you're younger than I am. So yeah, that and, was that was not done when I was your age. No, 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 no. Yeah, and uh, and that included in 38 years. I don't think I ever remember my ears bleeding. Uh, well, the crazy part is, like, I, I I never scratched it. I didn't bump up against anything. Like, nothing happened. Had you fed? I've been working like, all day. Had you fed Indy when when you left? Because I know you were kind of tired when you came home. Was there a chance that maybe he started gnawing on it? Like when you went on the couch? <laughs> no, Indy sleeps all day. He's he has. You have to be awake to do that. <laughs> he, he slept all day long. Only woke up to eat in the morning and still hadn't eaten his dinner by the time I left. So that was not it. <laughs> anyway, this is fantastic, amazing content, but uh, we probably need to move on from this. Can I make one one comment? Maybe you're getting cuffed in the head by Black Widow because you're malfunctioning and she does that to reboot you. And that's how your ears started bleeding. Todd, if that's true, why haven't I rebooted? Because <laughs> <laughs> she hasn't been there to cuff you in the head again. No, no, the cuffing <laughs> happened. I saw her last night. <laughs> at the movie there should have been some sort of control alt delete that happened and uh brought me in it six but back to hold, square square hold, one square. hold on yeah. one more clarifying question yeah at the so this is interesting yeah movie last night yeah what side was Lori sitting on on your right or your left she's on my left <laughs> that's the year <laughs> that's it <laughs> 
Oh my god. That's it. Now I Succubus. I, I would like it known that uh, for those people that think that I somehow needed to be cuffed <laughs> last night, there was a so we had we had the three seats uh, in the row that were two off the end of the row. So there were two empty seats to my right. There was a L so <laughs> we sit down and these two people were already sitting there. You know, you, when you're sitting in the movie, you're like you just kind of do a quick scan, like uh, axe murder, axe murder. Nope. Okay, we're good. So we sit down and, you know, movie theaters nowadays, they've, they've got buttons on the side where, like, you know, legs come up, the back goes back, you get into reclining mode, and you got cup holders. It's awesome. All the shit that you wish that you had when we were, when we were kids. So I looked at this guy, and he's, like, trying to fumble with the buttons, and I'm like, Oh, uh, so there's a white button over here, and you gotta hit that. He's like, it, uh, "It's not working." So I'm like, well, "Let me try." So, what is this so I, for? To recline the seat. Oh, okay. He's an older gentleman there with his younger son. Yeah. So I, I sort of just reach right over the seat uh, in between us, the seat, the, the the armrest in between us, and I hit the button, and it and it isn't working. And I point to him like, "Is your son's working?" And I notice that his son is wearing a helmet. And, ah. and uh, he clearly isn't going to do what I'm thinking he's going to do, which is test the seat button. So the, the dad reaches over, and he tries to work. He's like, no, it's not working. I said, you know what? Uh, we got time for the movie starts. Uh, let me go see if I can find someone and see if they can fix a seat. Oh, you don't have to do that. I'm like, that's eh, no problem. So I get up, and I notice that the guy has a uh, – I knew he had a cane because he's an older guy, but I also didn't know that he was missing his leg below the knee. And he had like a prosthetic leg. You're looking at a lot of stuff going on in this theater. Well, the lights are up. Okay. And and so, and I, but I didn't notice it so when do I sat down. His, his his skateboarding son like fell into him when he was trying to his, ollie his, or something no, like his, that. His son had some issues. Okay, uh, so it wasn't a, it was it was not a skateboard issue. It was like an impairment no, issue. It was like a, a dad and his son. I assume it was his son. Where I'm like, oh man, these people. Like I, I, my heart went out to the guy. I'm like, hey, you're missing a leg. Your your son's you know, special needs. I'm like, yeah, let me go see if I can get. So yeah. I walked down the hall. I'm like, hey, could you get somebody to come? Yeah, yeah, no problem. So they come out and, and they're like, hey, could you move? Could you get up? So now they're asking the guy with one leg and oh, the cane God. and his and his special needs son to get up and move to the row in front of him so they can look because they have to take chairs and they literally like push him back like this, and they're trying to figure out what's wrong with it, and. uh and they moved, They made the guy move three times so that they could fix the chair. And, and they made us oh, get up, boy. too, so they could look underneath our seats. And they finally did fix it with some sort of wire that wasn't connected. And uh, so the guy finally sat down, and he sat down, and, and he's trying to and – he, and he hit the button, and you could see his legs go up, and his – and he kind of His legs? Like yeah, in the when, – when the footrest came up. Yeah, but I thought he had one leg. He had, he had, he had a prosthetic. prosthetic leg. Okay. So okay. they came up with a recliner, and his and – his, Back started to go back, and he kind of looked over at me, and he smiled. He's like, and I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. He's like, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> and I felt really good. Did you, did you feel like uh I felt like I felt like a superhero. On the receiving end of Denzel in training day? Oh, no. Denzel fucked over everybody in training day. Well, that's a horrible <laughs> example. <laughs> Use a better example. Denzel fucked over his own partner and everyone else he ever met in training day. At the beginning. He's the worst. He's a, he's a very uh, reprehensible character in training day. Very Correct. true. Although it was a great movie. So uh, we were at 10 o'clock. Uh, we got about on the actual uh, on the actual recording, we got five minutes. Oh, we got five minutes? Yep. Uh, so. Todd, do you want to squeeze in a little uh, 90 second sports? I can do that. And we see him heading in that direction. 
The 20. He's going for 40. And it's 90 seconds sport. Mr. Todd Dillon. Hey, if you're new to the podcast, 90 Second Sports is, we are not a sports podcast. 90 ne- Second Sports is brought to you by. <laughs> Never have been a sports podcast. Nabisco. However, Mr. Nick Bader, the only sports hater on the podcast, has generously allowed us, and mm-hmm. Mr. Todd Dillon in particular, to have 90 seconds of, of a two-hour, mind you, podcast, 90 seconds in which to discuss sports. So Todd has meticulously prepared a 90-second sports segment for you. I, we don't know what it is. We have no idea what he's going to talk about, but he only has 90 seconds, and that clock is managed by Mr. Nick Bader. All right, Todd. 90-second sports starts now. Sweet. There's a ton to talk about, and I know that people are dying to hear about what's going on with this horse racing scandal I've been talking about the last couple podcasts. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but there's, I'm not going to talk again. about that this week. Okay. I'm not going to talk about that this week. Soup and a sandwich, got jobbed. We all know that. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> then I was going to talk about the fact that Denny Hamlin and Bubba Wallace have a video with Post Malone. Holy shit. NASCAR rappers, black black NASCAR drivers. I'm like, that is something I want to talk about for 90 seconds. But then I realized this, this past weekend, there was a golf tournament in Michigan, the Rocket Mortgage Championship, held at the Detroit Country Club. I've actually played there. So I. What an awesome, awesome, awesome contest that was last weekend uh there was a five-hole playoff uh, lots of drama uh and so i was going to talk about that for the 90 seconds that i had today and then i saw some asshat at the scottish <laughs> open today walk up to rory mcelroy and steal a club out of his back what and the dude yeah dude walked onto the freaking practice tee with Roy McElroy, John Rahm, and his caddy, and freaking grabbed his driver with his little lion, t- lion head cover and freaking wa- tried to walk off with it, dropped it, turned around, came back, and grabbed another freaking club out of his bag and walked away like, bitch, this is mine. And I'm like, no freaking way. I thought that John Rahm was going to come out of his cleats and knock the shit out of the guy. And that's 90-second sports, ladies and gentlemen. That's enough. Thank you, Mr. Dillon. That was fantastic. Oh, my God. You can see the rest on my uh, TikTok video. What's your TikTok ID, Todd? D's nuts. Three, two, three, two. D's nuts. D-E-E-Z-N-U-T-S or Z? Z. (laughs) D-E-E-Z. Wait, start again. Start again. Yeah, this start is again. confusing. Start, this this is a predominantly white nuts. podcast, so you're gonna have to. No, no, start no. no. Todd, Todd only. Todd, Me too. And Me too. only Todd. Start again. D's nuts underscore three two three two D E E Z N U T Z underscore three two three two. So follow Todd on TikTok if you guys are interested, um, and you can uh, you can somehow navigate that. <laughs> stole a club out of a grown man's bag. It didn't happen over here. So we are at about 59 minutes on the first half of the podcast now. We're going to take um, a bit of a break. Um, how, how many minutes uh, do you want to do this time? If we're gonna, uh, We'll do 15. We're going to still do 15. Yeah. Okay, so we will see you guys. Uh, no, 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 no. Stop. No, we're not. <laughs> no. We're we're gonna do a clean break for the music, so you're gonna. You're no, gonna we finish. can't. We can't introduce the. Okay, because it's a 15 minute music. Because I'm not gonna use this 15 minute music. I'm gonna use other music. It's this too, is just for the, too many cooks. I'll explain to you on the side. Yeah, sure. Anyway, so we're gonna go for a break, and we'll see you guys in a little bit.
everyone, welcome back to episode 131 for Schnozcast. We are back. Let's see, we have Todd Dillon back as well. Make us pour us another couple of shots. Oh, I'm back. Couple libations. Back, baby. Baby. Todd, we're going to do a shot if you uh, you want to join us. I'm pouring one up right now. There we go. There we go. Wait. Wait just a What's that? All right. All righty. Um, in the meantime, we're waiting for Todd to pour that shot. Uh, Todd, let us know when you're done. Uh, done. Oh, okay, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So please join us, uh, Schnauzcast fans out there. Uh, pour yourself a shot and uh, drink along with us. Cheers. And if you're listening to the audio version of the podcast, go ahead and uh, pause us. And we're back. <laughs> Let's do a shot. Salancha. Salancha. Nastrovia. All right. Woo-wee. Yeah. All right. Uh, I'm going to do a little booze news here. And now it's time for booze news. (laughs) Ooh. Let me pull up my one note here. Uh, So uh, once upon a time, uh, not too in the not too distant past, uh, Ms. Danielle Finn on this podcast had given us a little bit of a story about uh, her her childhood pre- uh, preference for Slim Jims. And Danielle Fenn, for people that don't listen to the podcast, is who? Uh, engaged that to... sounds uh, like code. <laughs> she, she likes the Slim Jim. <laughs> Damn. That is, it is it is not a metaphor. Uh, she actually loves Slim Jims. Uh, grew up loving them. Uh, and Danielle Fenn, uh, for those who are new to the podcast, is engaged to our co-host, uh, Mr. Uh, Corey Selesky. Don't tortoises have Slim Jims? Say that again. What? <laughs> I feel like tortoises have Slim Jims. I think I was watching a documentary and they got Slim Jims. Uh, definitely pass that along when you get the name of that documentary and we'll, we'll share it with the audience because I'd love to see it. <laughs> tortoises with Slim Jims sounds like a winner and a potential gentleman's agreement assignment. The shy title. So I just want to kind of go through. I, I took a look at uh, Wired.com uh, probably uh, three months ago. And I've been sitting on this. So I just want to kind of run through it real quick. It was interesting to me. So uh, from Wire.com, uh, uh, an entire article about Slim Jims. It's real meat, all right, but it ain't Kobe. U.S. Department of Agriculture categorizes beef into eight grades of quality. The bottom three quality grades of meat are utility, cutter, and canner. They're typically used in processed foods and come from older steers with partially ossified vertebrae, tougher tissue, and generally less reason to live. Oh, Jesus. ConAgra, the manufacturer of Slim Jims, wasn't exactly forthcoming on what's inside Slim Jim, so they did a little bit of uh, their own research here. So they're like the coals of, uh, of cows. <laughs> yes, yeah, exactly, <laughs> the marshals of cows. <laughs> so uh, Slim Jim is made by ConAgra, and if there are two things that ConAgra has a lot of, it's corn and wheat. Uh, although ConAgra refers to Slim Jims as a meat stick... It has a lot in common with old-fashioned fermented sausages like salami and pepperoni. They all use bacteria and sugar to produce lactic acid, which lowers the pH of the sausage to around 5.0, firming up the meat. <coughs> There's a title for the episode, possibly firming up the meat, and hopefully killing all harm. Hopefully killing all harmful bacteria. Um, there's dextrose, which serves as food for the lactic acid starter culture. Slim Jim, it's alive. Jesus. 
Uh, salt binds the water molecules in the meat, leaving little H2O available for microbial activity and thereby, thereby preventing spoilage. One Slim Jim gives you more than one-sixth of the sodium your body needs in one day. Oh my God. And as I recall, she said she was eating them by the dozens. Oh, yeah. She was. They were like, uh, she, she, I think she has like a container um, that is very parallel to like a, a container McDonald's would, would dump a heaping handful of fries into. Yeah. And she eats them like French fries, I think. <laughs> yeah. And by the way, the word was not coals. It was culls. Culls? Culls, meaning. Uh, we, to remove. What's that? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> you said I thought you said coals, and I was no, like, no, no. "Marshals." No. So, uh, in lobster sales, there's there's a there's a lobster that's much cheaper called the cull. Yes. And you can purchase them. And I'm saying yes, like I know what you're talking. Yeah, about. I remember this is news to me. We call them chicken lobsters in Massachusetts. Exactly. Yes. So when when we were out in Maine, uh, my dad had bought all these Maine lobsters, and his buddy at the time, who God rest his soul, is no longer with us. Um, was kind of a squirrely guy, and he said, oh, you know what? Uh, yeah, it's a pretty good deal, but uh, I got a better deal. And my dad said, what? He goes, I got two dozen, and mine was like almost half the price as yours. And my dad's like, that doesn't even make any sense. I think we went to the same place. Right. And uh, he's like, yeah, look, uh, these, these are fine. And he's like, uh, uh, they had some weird name for them. I don't even uh, – they're still lobsters, though. And, right. and the butcher was like, uh, yeah, they're culls. And, uh, and he said, my dad knowing what it was, you know, so he waited for him to, to get back to the house. So he brings it back to the house and his wife, my aunt, my grandma, like all all the ladies, the, the, the matriarchs of the family were around and my dad, you know, pours out this bag of wonderful looking Maine lobsters. And then Daryl pours out this bag of quote unquote chicken lobsters and I remember, <laughs> I remember um, my aunt and his wife is especially saying, what the fuck are those? <laughs> and he goes, what? They're lobsters. What, what's, what's the problem with them? They, they got a great deal. Yep. And she goes, what? They look weird. What, what is going on with them? What's, this one's missing a claw. And uh, <laughs> this one's got a prosthetic leg. Yeah. And, and, my, <laughs> and so, you know, appealing to my dad's infinite wisdom on nature, they said, well, Gregory, what, what? I don't understand what it call. What is it? And he said, well, they're culls. And uh, she's what is what is a cull? And he said, you know, they're they're aesthetically not as pleasing all the time. Sometimes they're missing a leg or a claw or diseased. And uh, they come out of the cheaper <laughs> price, and she said, you fucking asshole. She goes, I'm not eating those fucking things. Those diseased oh, lobsters. No, that's, that's definitely different than a chicken lobster. No. In, in mass, you get the chicken lobsters when they're under a pound. They're still perfectly fine. Oh, okay. High quality. They're just not giant ones. Right. Yeah, cull is typically, uh, usually just aesthetically not as pleasing. But my dad threw in diseased, feeling like he was being funny, <laughs> and completely turned everyone off their dinner. They're like, take right. those back to the store. We're not eating those things. I think my definition still holds up then. They were the ones that should be removed. That's what I'm like, yes. That means like to be removed, right? I'm diseased. like, that's a good reason to call them that. Yep. Yep. And not coals, like I thought he said. Yeah. No, not coals. <laughs> yeah. Well, it just kind of uh, throws me for a loop because, uh, it, you know, I always thought of Bob as, as you know, a good audience. And, and there was no joke about coals. And he was like, oh, coals. <laughs> Marshalls. That's so funny. 
I'm like, oh. I, right. I said Marshall's thing. I was being hilarious. And Nick's like, what the fuck? Yeah. I'm like, no, not what, what is funny about me uh, relating Slim Jims to Coles? <laughs> Literally nothing. So let me, let, let me get through the, 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 the end of the, the last three ingredients of Slim Jims. Uh, the first of which is mechanically separated chicken. Oh, man. Did you imagine a conveyor belt? <laughs> Did you imagine a conveyor belt carrying live chickens into a giant machine set to the cart- cartoon theme powerhouse? You're right. <laughs> well, maybe not about the music. Poultry scraps are pressed mechanically through a sieve that extrudes the meat as a bright pink, that extrudes the meat as a bright pink paste and leaves the bones behind most of the time. Uh, oh, I have had little nuggets of bone in my Slim Jim. <laughs> Uh, and the last two ingredients, uh, first is hydrolyzed soy. Hydrolysis, in this instance, breaks larger soy protein molecules into their constituent amino acids, such as glutamic acid. Tip, uh, and if Dr. Phil Anton is out there listening, you'll understand exactly what I'm talking about. Typically, the process also results in glutamic acid salt, also known as monosodium glutamate, a familiar flavor enhancer. And finally, sodium nitrate. Cosmetically, Sodium nitrate is added to sausage because it combines with myoglobin in animal muscle to keep it from turning gray. Antibiotically, it, it inhibits botulism. Toxicologically, 6.6 <laughs> grams of this stuff, roughly the equivalent of 1,400 Slim Jims, can kill you. So go easy, Daniel, <laughs> Daniel Finn. <laughs> go easy, Daniel Finn. 1,400 is the number that you should never exceed. Wow! (laughs) Wow! I mean, I mean, just to end on a on a on a on a high note, what you know, uh, nutritious, uh, nutritiously speaking, I guess. um, What is the difference between mechanically separated chicken and like just a normal (laughs) chicken that's separated by a human? Separated because they 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 press the meat through a sieve that. Is supposed to leave the bones behind. It's it's an automated way for them to extract the meat from the bones, mm-hmm. but it, it doesn't happen one hundred percent of the time. So there's, so, there's, yeah, there's there's scraps there's slivers of bones. Yeah, there's right spillage. S- let's just call it spillage. Yeah, there's some spillage. Yeah. Wow, I don't think that's going to stop the consumption of Slim Jims by anyone in our audience or Danielle. Well, if we had an audience. <laughs> And you're listening to this. Yeah, I mean, just so when you get a Slim Jim from the local party store or liquor store, just so you know what you're in for. (laughs) That's all. But I thought Slim Jim had beef in it. I mean, uh, did I list beef as one of those things that I was talking about? I I thought it was just a chicken. (laughs) You thought it was just chicken? A bunch of chicken and a bunch of chemicals. So, you know... uh, I just, I literally just read off all of the ingredients. Todd, you know if you put enough uh, beef base in something, it tastes beefy. Yeah. Yes. So let me just rattle these off for you. So the main ingredients in, according to uh, Wired.com, and and I'm not affiliated with them at all, so they did their own research here. According to Wired.com, the main ingredients from Conagra's Slim Jims are mechanically separated chicken, corn and wheat proteins, mm. lactic starter acid, lactic acid starter culture, dextrose, salt, hydrolyzed soy, and sodium nitrate. Not a lot of beef in there. So uh, for those <laughs> not a lot of none for, for those <laughs> for those of you who are not aware, lactic acid is a naturally occurring acid in your body. That's uh, the muscle cramps that you get from 
running a, a shuttle run or something like that, and you get that pain in your calf. Or yeah. You get that pain in your thigh. For that's- anybody who's ever seen Few Good Men, uh, lactic acidosis, that's the that's connected to the run that uh, – Todd, do you remember the name of the guy who died in – in mm, few good people men. that die that's always funny the guy the guy who died in the movie few good men <laughs> that 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 precipitated the whole trial with tom cruise and jack nicholson in the courtroom oh i can't private santiago private william yes. william t santiago Sant- <laughs> yes. had gone for a run and had died wow. of lactic acidosis yes yes <laughs> like uromycetosis uh, very very similar so let's now bring in uh, Mr. Corey Seleski, who's made a triumphant return to the Schnozcast, uh, fresh from his stint in the, uh, in the subcontinent. Yeah. <laughs> oh, wait, hold on. Yeah. Bob's going to have to unmute there you, you for that. So hold on. There okay. We there we go. There it is. Oh, Hey. Oh hey! It's oh the welcome, Tawas Tortoise. <laughs> the Tawas. <laughs> New well, episode title. Uh, <laughs> Todd, have you been hanging on to that this entire time? Just until I got for here? the last hour and a half. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, he has. <laughs> Tawas Tortoise. Well, much appreciated. I Thank that you. Seat early. I see that, Corey. Let me just recap the whole episode for you. So, housekeeping, and then we did this, and. <laughs> what we're going to do now is uh, we're going to jump into a uh, gentleman's agreement, if you've got a graphic there for that, sir. We do. Surprisingly, we don't have uh, any kind of audio for gentleman's agreement. You yet. know what? Um, if anyone's got any... I got to uh, get on I, that. If anyone's got any ideas for what a gentleman's agreement uh, audio cue would sound like or what you'd like to hear, please feel free to text us or send us a... Uh, or leave us a voicemail on 618-SHOCKER. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Also, I have to switch out the graphic on this, Todd, to uh, include you. Um, it was prior to making that graphic the last time. The only time I think I've ever used Switcher, I think, was once or twice before this. So <laughs> we'll, we'll throw that in there. But uh, No worries. And I'll do a Funko this version of uh, Oh, yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. Gentlemen's, gentlemen's agreement's going to have to be a little classy, man. We're in top hats with uh, yeah. with handlebar mustaches. That's true. If, Absolutely. If you could do like a Charleston, like some sort of a song to a Charleston. That'd Old be- school, like uh, 40s, 1940s jazz, something like that. Yeah. I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it. He's I, got like, it. I, I understand. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. I, I, I got it. I don't know if... Uh, Telling the one minority uh, male on the podcast to sing and dance for us for um, no no for our produce segment. produce music for a Nin- podcast I per- feel like that's music. what we just asked sing for us for our 1930s uh, no. gentlemen's agreement no, thing. produce music no, like, no, like I'm a- going Puff Daddy on you boys <laughs> yes <laughs> perfect all right so uh, hardcore I wa- rap is I want to start with Corey because he's just entered the room and uh, he needs to take the mic for a little bit sure so Corey. You needed to watch Condor. Can't remember who assigned it to you. Here's the problem with me taking the mic first, Bob. Yeah. <laughs> totally forgot about Gentleman's Agreement this week. <laughs> All right, moving on. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> That's okay. That's fine. Uh, and it wasn't this, uh, to be fair. Oh. To be fair. To be fair. To be fair. You. To be you. fair. It was the last two weeks. And we had that is pretty, true. We had two weeks to watch all this shit. Pretty, but it was pretty eventful. No one was watching any kind of movies. Um, while whilst we were on vacation, 
uh, enjoying ourselves. So sl- slip of the mind, that's completely understandable. Get it? I almost didn't watch mine because I'm like, oh, we didn't have one assigned. I honestly didn't think about the last episode we did before we left. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, we, we didn't have one assigned, and on the beach we didn't assign anything because no one could the, hear us because it was the waves. That's yeah. the that's the level of dedication that you'll find in the Schnozcast. Yeah, it's fine. Uh, um, Todd Dillon, you had to word. watch The Big Short from me. Yes, dude. Solid, solid movie. Yes. I'm, giving it a, I'm giving it a solid B minus, dude. Wait, what? B minus? Again. Oh yeah. Have Come I doled out any A's? Wait, I do, doled out any A's? Does the word solid equate to a B minus in your in your world? No, it's a solid B minus, dude. You're teetering on the edge of a B. <sighs> okay. All right. It was solid. Thirty seconds. Dude. Thirty second synopsis. Yes. Well the name kind of gives it away. I mean, ultimately, it's a comedy parody following fairly closely the, the storyline of the uh the housing uh crisis where America bailed out all the banks for being cheating bitches. Uh, big names in it. Uh, th- there are no spoilers, right? It's uh, again, it's it's based on the true story of how the housing market collapse uh, happened, and then a, a guy who looked like an idiot savant, played by uh, Christian Bale, uh, basically figured out a way to bet against what had been one of the most solid markets. Uh, in banking, which was mortgages. People didn't default on mortgages, and people started giving out loans that they shouldn't have, and it kind of runs that, that course. And Steve Carell is masterful. Brad Pitt's in it. It's a who's who. Freaking solid movie. Would recommend this to my mom. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, so that that leaves uh, Nick and myself, who had to watch the same thing. We both had to watch Ozark. Did we really? Yeah. I thought I assigned someone something. Well, uh, it's got to be something. I can't remember how it happened, but Danielle assigned one of you guys Ozark, or I assigned someone Ozark. You assigned it to me. Yeah. Maybe, somehow it maybe, also got assigned. Maybe Krabby when he was here might have been. But I will tell you this: because uh, you did you miss last week, like not not Beach Week, no. but the one before that. No, like, no, we a review. We actually we had a discussion about I think it because someone said, "Is it? Can I give?" Yeah, the same? Danielle picked Ozark for Nick as well, even though I already picked it for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, because she's like, that's what I wanted to give. And then we talked about it, and we're like, is this going to be acceptable? Yeah. Um, but also, just this just in on the shocker line. Yeah? This just in. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Scotty Moore uh, wants to let us know who you guys saw if, uh, episode 128 or 29, uh, maybe 27. When, 29, probably. 29, when, when Scotty Moore was here. Um, he was assigned a gentleman's agreement from TD. And uh, he just wanted to let us know that he's available to give his review if we want to tie him into the line, and he can give his as well. Uh, do you have his number? Do you want to like call him back from the shocking line, or like my phone is tied up as a camera? So I, I can, I can call him right from right from you my got phone. his number. Yep, uh, we can do it. We can hold it up to the. Who is this person again? <laughs> Scott Ward. Scott Ward. Connected oh, via Bluetooth. Damn. My phone's right there. No, Nick's phone. The Mash Monkey. It can do that if he wants to. Yeah, we can do that somehow. Um, so uh, in, in in the interim, while we're doing that, if Bob wants to give his review of Ozark, and then we can uh, move forward from there. Yeah, I can absolutely do that. Uh, so Ozark, um, over the course of the last two weeks, I watched the whole first season. And uh, it was uh, hit, hit and miss as... You know, time would come up. I'm sitting on a call or I'm in between calls. I got 30 minutes to spare and all my work's done, et cetera, et cetera. But I got the whole first season of Ozark. So Ozark had been on my uh, watch list for 
a couple years. And it's I, been around for a while. I'd never gotten to it. And so I was happy. I was happy to get assigned. You're always happy when you get assigned something that you already intended to watch, but I never got around to. So um, big Jason Bateman fan. Um, Laura Linney is the other lead in the in the show. And there's a couple of people that I recognized in the cast. But other than that, um, generally, you know, B-list or, or minor minor level actors from there. But Bateman's always good. And. Uh, I was hooked from the first from the first episode. I was like, "Oh, this is a show." So essentially, Jason Bateman plays and try to keep this spoiler free. Um, he plays a uh, financial advisor uh, in the Chicago area, whose firm is is involved in some shady dealings. We'll just leave it at that. And in order to escape the consequences of these shady shady dealings. He needs to take his family and relocate them to Lake of the Lake of the Ozark in is it uh uh Virginia? St. Paul, Minnesota. It's not St. Paul, Minnesota. It's like Utah <laughs> or some shit. It's, it's Utah. It, no, it, it's 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 in the south. Um but it's not deep, deep south. It's in the Ozarks. Right where the Ozarks. I'll tell you in one exactly. Second. So nobody knows where the Ozarks are. Anyway, um and it's all about them trying to he needs to try to get them out of a very, very tight spot while he's there. And his kids, you know, do they know about it? Do they not know about it? How is he going to get himself out of a jam? And Bateman never disappoints. He is the highlight of every episode. And every time he's on camera, like, I want to see how the fuck he's going to get out of this mess that he's in. And Laura Linney's got, like, a B-plot with as the wife with shit that, that's going on with her and she's always good she's a really good actress and and all the all the bit players all the minor characters in the in the show they all do a really really good job for the roles that they have and uh if you're looking for something on uh this is on netflix looking for a new show if you're in between shows uh highly recommend ozark uh i i did not want to turn it off i wanted to immediately once i was done with each episode go on and watch the next so that that's my review very glad to hear that. It, and I figured it'd be kind of, I know you're a Bateman fan, so oh, yeah. I figured that'd be kind of up your alley. Um, down, but down my laneway, yeah. Did you know Laura Linney also has a lot of uh, leading roles in softcore porn movies? What? Yes, a lot. Hold on. So was she, you, you okay, know, she, Twister or Jurassic like Park? Emmy, which one was she in? Neither. Neither. <laughs> which, where's she from? You're talking about Helen Hunt? No, no, where, it's, Helen Hunt was not in Twister. Helen Hunt yeah. was absolutely fucking okay. twister. But she was not in Says she was not the guy Jurassic, who never watches any She was movies. not in Jurassic Park. No, that was Laura Dern. Okay, so that okay, so where is Laura Linney from? Because she's very recognizable. She she's been she's an Emmy Award winning actress. Yeah, okay. I don't uh, need to She might that. even be like Academy what, Award nominated. What was the sure big like a big movie she was in? She does a lot of smaller art films. Uh, uh, I, didn't I see don't any of those. I don't know that she'd be in any movies that you'd seen. She looks very familiar. Maybe it's from porn. I don't know. It, uh, hold on. Are it you saying you from, looked this up? Or are you saying I watched a porn and I remember seeing a girl look like her? She looks familiar. No, I'm saying that she looks very familiar. I thought so. You're she saying was, she looks familiar. I thought she was the girl from either Jurassic Park, maybe Twister. But neither of those are porns. No, Corey brought up the porn. <laughs> I'm. Saying, oh, that's right, Corey. She, yeah, she was in so, Sully. No, Sully's not a porn. So what? Maybe what, she was a character on like Frasier. Give or me something. some porn that she's been in. She she might have been on Frasier or, or Friends. I'm or sure she's been on Frasier. Okay, so one it she was probably she, one of those things because she's, she's like a classically trained actress. I mean, I, I'm really interested to hear what fucking porn she's in. 
soft not because i want to watch it she's like the pizza delivery girl that walks away and watches the porn happening i mean i guess uh you got to make your living any way you can hey we'll we'll figure it out does it doesn't doesn't tt need to bring up the evidence here Oh, Tawas Tortoise? Uh, <laughs> yeah. Wow, Tawas. I'm already shortening it. <laughs> oh, TT. It's already turning. Right. <laughs> I will tell you, uh, she has her own X videos page. And what's her name? Laura Linney. Two N's. Uh, one of the biggest ones is Big Tits at Hill Station. How, what's the year for that movie? Uh... I don't know. Let me make sure my volume's off. Here. <laughs> yeah, please, please do that. Uh, I, dude, I'm so afraid to bring this up. Well, um, that's fine. We 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 can we can table it. She was absolutely a guest on Frasier. Yeah, that I believe. Yep. In a raft of porn films, a little harder to believe. But that's fine. See here. That's where I recognize her. She's got range. She's got range. <laughs> well, she uh, apparently. <laughs> so, so Nick, I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, did you have any further thoughts on Ozark? Did you like it? So, uh, yeah, Ozark loved it. Um, the I watched, I think, binged uh, three or four episodes. Um, it was great. I don't know all the big name actors like you do. There's um, only two. I don't know them clearly, um, but yeah, the male character. This is kind of my first step into the pond of of realizing who he is. And yeah, he did a fantastic job so far. I thought he was uh he may I, I may have seen him in something before and just didn't know it. Um okay. but yeah, the the way he the delivery and um the character development, you know, that he's slowly having, I I like so far. So You gonna finish it, you think? Oh yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, I'm like I, I excited from, to start the second season. I, I knew from the beginning that you know, when I watched one episode, I'm like, okay. Yeah. You know, this is something that uh, on some of these things you just know, like it's something different. It's something new. It hasn't been really done before. Uh, and that's kind of how I felt about like the breaking bads and the lost and things like yeah. that. And so I feel like there's going to be big things to come for, for that. Yeah. Other, other things you're like, okay, I got to watch two hours of this because my gentleman's agreement. Yeah. I, I didn't feel it in the first episode, so I'm just going to try <laughs> to slog my fucking way through the second episode. I, yeah. I literally at one point was like, okay, well, I'll watch one more, and then, you know, that'll be episode two. And it was like starting episode four. And yeah. I'm like, <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's a good story. See, I was the opposite. I, I, so, by the way, I'm a huge Ozark fan. I actually started watching it, and I watched the first two episodes, and I wasn't fully bought in, and I went away, and then my brother-in-law suggested that I look at it because he goes, it's fantastic. Well, started from the beginning again, and I felt the same way, and then kind of after the, the, the suicide, like I said, somewhere in the third episode, I was hooked. And like, I, I was completely bought in, but I wasn't. Oh, right away. I literally watched a couple episodes, walked away from it, and didn't care. Okay. Gotcha. But now I love it. Now you love it. Okay, yeah. Well, I was looking for that. So <laughs> so what we're going to do now um, is hopefully bring in Scotty Moore and see if this even works. I haven't done it from my phone before. Um, I know Corey's done it in the past, but we'll see if it's tapped in. Okay. Just so he can give us t- Who knows this guy? Does Scotty Bob, Ward. Did you- He's a friend of a friend.
Hello. Oh, hello. Turn down your radio. I don't have a radio on. <laughs> I just have a live feed that I was ready to mute, but I put the button, the right remote down and uh, put it in the wrong spot. <laughs> but now I got you it off. I'm outside like, don't you, Scott? We're, we're used to yeah. people muting us, so it's fine. Well, yeah, exactly. So That's I knew a, exactly where to go. Todd, Todd Dillon, despite not... <laughs> Claiming to not know who Scott Moore is uh, has some history with him, and the, that's why the salty language. Uh, yes, exactly. So, hey, hey, Scott Moore, how are you? Great, guys. How are you? How's everybody? Everybody's good, sir. Um, good, yeah. Mighty, hey, dude. Before I get, you know, I uh, just since Corey made it back to the room, I just wanted to give a personal congratulations to you guys for the the nuptial uh, commitments there. Um, the beach that was pretty cool oh thank you i wasn't looking to put that out to the entire schnoz cast but no, i'm just kidding scotty thank you they only talked about for the first half an hour of the show oh fantastic the, hour of the show was dedicated to that recap so. yeah i guess I, since i didn't tell <laughs> him yeah, anything yeah, your no, shadow no, no. looms large oh, over the podcast hold on hold on hold on i'm pretty sure it was a big topic on the beach podcast as well it was the only topic it, on the beach it definitely podcast. Was. yeah it was the yeah. only one because i actually watched part of it live and and it, it sounded great after you made those couple adjustments. It was awesome. So I was oh, sitting that, on the back deck and and watching it and listening to it, and it was not great. That's awesome. That, that thank you for the feedback, man. We love you, man. So yeah, Scotty, I don't know where you are, but I love you too. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> who's this guy? That, who's, who's this random dude that calls in and we love him? <laughs> Scotty, you had a you had a movie, you, you had a movie for to watch for Gentleman's Agreement. I I had it. I was, I had a series. Okay. Uh, it was Devs on Hulu from Mr. Dillon. Yeah. And and it was, uh, to be fair, I did not get to it right away like I'd hoped to, but I got through four episodes because the one thing I did like about this was the first episode definitely caught the attention but made you almost have to watch the next episode. So I was like, okay, <laughs> now I have to watch the next episode because I don't know what the hell's going on. <laughs> so in a good way, though, it was like, you know, a little mysterious and, and, you know, the plot was unfolding and all that. So that was good, a good thing that I liked. But, um, you know, it's hard to describe it without giving too much away. But if you, I can see why Todd likes it because it does deal with a lot of um, sex, uh, you know, <laughs> male nudity. No, no, <laughs> no. Oh, he would love it. <laughs> no, no, but. The, uh, it, it covers a lot of uh, high tech uh, computers and coding and programming and computer programming and just stuff that's just so cutting edge that and the development and the, and the technology and it, it definitely a moral dilemma for sure and uh, so yeah I've got four episodes into it I'm going to keep watching it just because again I'm, there's a lot of questions that still need to be answered for me but I would recommend it for sure and um it was yeah it's um what's his name nick offerman is is in it and he's all i came as an actor and uh it's not a funny movie so there's no humor where obviously a lot of roles that he has played are funny where this is way more in a serious tone for him uh role and uh i so far he's been pulling it off really well in that series so that's kept me intrigued as well um but yeah i would definitely recommend it and it was a I'm glad to, you know, that TD recommended it because it was a good one. Excellent. Thank you. Yeah, the, yeah, the, the, guy, guy, like the guy who doesn't know you thanks you. 
Exactly. Right. I don't know. Yeah, no, I don't know this guy, but I'm starting to like him. A lot. <laughs> I'm starting to like. Him. Hey, by the end of the phone call, you might just love me like everybody else. So. Wow, that's a that's a bold statement, sir. Those strong words. I take back. I take yeah. back my statement as well. Yeah. Thanks a lot. Oh man. I uh, yeah. So Nick, I wanted to real quick just kind of come full come backwards a little bit so that you knew what I meant by that throttle jockey on the highway yeah. deal from the earlier segment was was you're driving in the highway and you set your cruise at 82 and then you got the people that kept coming on you and passing you and then you end up having to pass them because they pass you and then they, they drop it down to like 71 yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> and then you end up and then you see that same car for like three hours because you end up having to pass them and then they end up passing you and it's like okay I'm just, just set the cruise like I am and <laughs> keep it at constant speed, and we'll all get along just fine. Yeah, what the so, fuck are you doing? Something tells me. Something tells so, you you spent a lot of time on the road, Scott. Yes, I have. That's a highway here. fart so, luck. Right, exactly. But that's what I meant by that. They're speeding up, slowing down. You know, the horse gets tired. You gotta <laughs> kick it into gear. That's what they do. So, <laughs> so, yeah, that's what I meant by that that statement or whatever. So, but uh, yeah, that was pretty cool. Hey Scott, are we still on track to go see Dead and Company in September? Oh, for sure, dude. And sweet. The buzz, the buzz that I've talked to about a few people up north is, you know, number one, jealousy, pure jealousy. Number two <laughs> was uh, that, like, number one, how did you know? Again, how did you even get the tickets? Because it's, when I went on there, they sold out. And I said, well, we just we're at our age, we just fucked up and paid a little more money. So, <laughs> ready to throw it, went, throw it back in their face. Yeah. Good job. Right, we went that route. So. It was. It worked out a little bit better, but yeah, I'm really excited, you know. And, and obviously, it's going to be, um, hopefully, you know, great time. I'm sure, it'll be a great time. And going back, I haven't been to Pine Knob in a long time, and and uh, it should be a lot of fun. Yeah, just so you know, I didn't know. I don't know if you knew this, but that day that the show was on is uh, my son's twentieth birthday. Yes, I did know that because we had to get when we were planning all that. We had to get birthday party clearance or whatever. Yeah, you're I'm, going. You're going to a concert on Jack's twentieth. Yep. We're taking him. Cruel, he's going. No, no, he's he's coming with me. I'm taking him with me. Yeah, Todd. Yeah, we were going to we're a bed concert. That's right. Yeah, you, you cruel straight. son of a bitch. Hey, tell him not yeah. to buy mushrooms from a black man. It's a freaking downer. Dude, that's like a concert 101. I don't. I'm not sure I need to tell him that. He should know right. that. I raised him right. Don't buy right. mushrooms from a black man. Right. I raised him right. If, if anything else, though, I'll be there to help guide, like reinforce that fact. So, whoa, 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 son. Yeah, so that's <laughs> you yeah, walk, be- walk between us, please. Okay, <laughs> keep it keep, keep between the wingmen. Tickets for kind. <laughs> One time at a dead show, I, I we had an extra ticket, and this was when they played at the palace. This was obviously several years ago, and we ended up trading a ticket for some gal that had a. She says, oh, all I got is a veggie sandwich, dude. <laughs> it was called a veggie sandwich, and it was all in tinfoil, all pre-made. She op- you know, you open it up, and it was all wilted cabbage. And just- <laughs> it was sounds just delicious. Unreal. So, Scotty, no, no, it was, but- so, Scotty no, how, was, literally- how was that sandwich? We did exactly. obviously not. We did not accept Pressed it in trade. Her hairy gave- armpits. We just gave her the, the ticket and made her world and whatever, but. Oh, we were walking in, and it was going to go to waste anyway. And you did didn't even take tea, the sandwich. But, oh, look at that! The cheese and, uh, is melted. Come on, Scotty. My buddy, my buddy, no, my buddy <laughs> took it. My buddy took it, and then opened it up just to see for obviously for the obvious curiosity. And 
we're like, well, we're going into the concert, and you know, we're just going to grab something in there. But you know, you can save it for yourself or somebody else, and you know, we don't want to waste it. So, but here's the ticket anyway. <laughs> so, <laughs> don't, don't want to fool you. They they ate the shit out of that sandwich. <laughs> oh, they crushed yeah. it. <laughs> it's the greatest wilted sandwich I ever had. <laughs> right. I don't have to spend money on sure. food inside now. <laughs> It's like Jesus yeah. shit right on my tongue. It was so delicious. <laughs> so if you go to enough of those shows, you have, you have a few fun stories to share, but that was one of them. Yeah. I traded a concert ticket for a veggie sandwich. So, well, then maybe, you well, yeah. if we could remember that Pink Floyd 1994 concert we all went to, that was the best concert ever still. I don't, yeah, I don't That's know what the you're best talk- concert in the history of the universe. Hmm. I don't know what you're talking about. That, Hold on. That, that was the best concert, concert of all history time. of the world. None yeah. better ever. I have a very hazy memory of that show. Ever. I remember having a very that. hazy memory of yesterday. So, right. anyway, no. Scott Moore, it has been a pleasure. <laughs> That's very true. Hey, Scott, hey, make sure to yeah. tell your uh, lovely bride uh, happy birthday. I will. Podcast. I appreciate it. And you guys sitting there up on Facebook, too. That was really nice. And yeah, absolutely. Uh, all you guys. Absolutely. And um, Bob, I would text, well, you and TD, too, I'll text you because we're going to possibly go down to Ingalls Lake House next weekend. So I I'll, heard, I'll text you. Yes. I heard uh, Brett Ingle was shopping for friends to join him on his lonely trip yep. around the, so the lake in Ann Arbor. I think I, I, think I don't I am, know who that is. I know. <laughs> He's a friend of mine. Scott, Scott, <laughs> okay. Scott if, you have a, if you have a second uh, to grab something to do a shot with us, uh, I'll pour one up. Um, oh, I can. Yeah, so, I have. Well, I've been just drinking beer, but I got something I can do a shot with. Yeah, so if you got to grab it, uh, we can riff for a second. Nope. Mister, nope, I got. It. Oh, he's got it ready to go. Mister Rankin's gonna gonna pour us a shot. TD, if you could pour something for yourself as well. Pouring up a pouring up a shot of two bar spirits, straight bourbon whiskey. And for the folks Washington. listening to the audio version of the podcast, uh, remember you can mute us. Come back to us in a minute when you're having your coffee Gatorade or high, high proof alcohol so you can join us. It's like we're here right. with you. Um, Jim, Beam, Jim Beam Peach is my drink. Ooh. I got to try that. Can't turn down them peaches. That actually sounds I love fun. peach stuff. That's. <laughs> <laughs> I, hold, hold on. I, I fell apart at the end. Hold but, on, hold on. We're gonna. I, I love peach. Let's, let's, play, the, peaches, let's so. play the intro music, and we're gonna start this I, over yeah. again, so you can. Re- Welcome <laughs> to Schnauzcast. This is Bob. I like I like the peach. I like peach stuff. So, so what I what we do have is I purchased um, up north that has become a tradition, whether people like it or not, that we actually did not take advantage of. Uh, we only had two this time. But do you still have the, the moonshine peaches? Do you still have them? We had two, and no, do you still have them. They're in my fridge. Oh, all right, sweet. So, so you liking <laughs> That's peach? What we're doing. You liking peach like your fucking Mario or some shit? Princess Peach. Um, that was actually for, uh, yeah. okay for uh, Nick. Uh, it was solid. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> right. You liking that? Um, you would love this. Okay. Cheers, everybody. Cheers, Scott. Cheers, Cheers Scott. Slancha. Prost. Todd, you'll be you'll be happy slash or Scott Moore, you'll be happy yeah. slash disappointed to know that there's a giant stack of Yinglings sitting right over next to Nick's deep freezer. Boy oh boy oh. There's there's a giant stack um, that we're sitting in the cooler that I, I sorted through. I put about fifteen in the fridge, uh, hoping Bob would slowly start chipping away at them. Which he's not. He keeps. I've, I've just chipped away at. I think I'm down to two left in my fridge at my house. Oh, so you had some as well. I had like twelve. I, I dude, I I love Yingling, but I never. So t- do I. I never touched them because 
I was like, oh, this this is like a special. This is our special beer from our special guest. Scott, Scott Moore brought like four cases of Yingling. I'm not touching these. I know Scotty's coming back. <laughs> yeah, you are the last ones left in the warehouse. That shit sucks. You guys are freaking fooling <laughs> Yeah. Pl- plus, I'm 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 terrified that that Scott's going to be like, hey, I'm going to be in town next week uh, for the podcast, and I'm going to be like, I have no Yinglings left. <laughs> He's going to be like, dude, well, I, I brought the- you like a baker's fucking dozen. Gross on top of a fucking trial. Three bakers does. Yeah. No, no, Scott, no. Scott I think, I've enjoyed I every single Yingling I've I've drank. So thank you very much. I yeah. I think you're getting it wrong, Nick. Because here's the thing: you would have offended Scott, and again, because I still think it's horrible beer. But if he showed up and all but one of the beers that he gave you was still there, that's actually worse. It is worse. That's offensive. Well, but because I still have every bottle of Sam Cherry that anybody's ever given me. I've still I've been I moved it twice. I, I will I will tell you this. Trash, Scott trash beer. Scotty Ward was a very gracious guest. Uh he, he was a wonderful person. He he, he set a high bar for he, guests. He brought all kinds of gifts. Um and, and I'll let you know right now. Take note, Corey, Corey before you start finger wagging. I'm not gonna no, I'm not right. gonna finger wag. I'm gonna let you know right now, Corey, that he was one of the last men standing outside with us. And he had oh, not only was not not only Oh yes he standing is a is a general term. He had well, his upright. He, he's <laughs> propped up by. He had his wits about. Chairs. I'm, I'm a pretty good judge of character when it comes to to drinking science. <laughs> this guy's a pro. Uh, and, and dude, this guy's if got you to, I'll play the and, voice. I'll play the voicemail I got from this idiot <laughs> on the air. Wait, and wait, 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 I thought you didn't know him. Stay. Yeah, you didn't. You don't know this guy. I thought. <laughs> yeah, people right. can give him my phone number. But out. but the as as the as as, as all the liquid idiots like leaked through the sieve. Um, one of the few solids that were left, uh, I can be wow. happy to say, was Scotty Moore. Did, is like it me, it. or did that sound like he was like a shit that didn't make it through like a funnel? No, it's <laughs> it, you yeah. know it, I, wasn't, I, it wasn't too complimentary. Hold, hold, hold on, I'm sorry, but has anyone in this room other than me been panning for gold? Because last I checked, the bullshit falls through and the gold stays on top. And that's what I'm wow. saying about Scotty Moore. Wow. He's I, I, I judge a man's character by being able to hang. And Scotty Moore not only drove all over God's creation to get here and had to get up at 6 in the morning, which, Corey, I know you, the only time you've seen 6 in the morning is the end of your night, but he was able to get here, bring a shit ton of stuff, be one of the last men standing, and then wake up early enough to still drive home, and I give that a lot of credit. Well, he had three months to prepare for it. Oh, did you say Scotty so. Moore? I think I know that guy. <laughs> oh, now now you I have his voicemail. <laughs> exactly. Well, Scott took well, it. With, with all, <laughs> Go ahead, Scott. <laughs> no, I was going to say, with all uh, uh, transparency, so the next morning after you know spending the night on Nick's gracious couch, uh, I had to make That's a couple of stops. Graciouses. Yes. Well, at least it wasn't the mattress in the basement, so that was a plus. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The the uh, I had to hit some sporting uh, stores on the, a couple of malls on the way out of town because I know I'm, I live in Northern Michigan. I don't make it down that way obviously very often. So code name. I had strip to, clubs. I had right. Yeah. So between <laughs> Livonia and then up to Livonia and then up to Sterling Heights, I had to make a couple stops. So I was at least got to get up and walk off some of the fuzz in the malls before I had to drive, you know, three and a half hours from Sterling Heights all the way home. So <laughs> we, Scotty, we just call it uh, throwing up the next day. I don't know why you call it fuzz, but <laughs> no, it was, unless law enforcement was on your tail. I might've felt, 
I was going to say, I might have felt better if that might have happened. But. <laughs> is, 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 is La Chambre before or after Chapeau Vert? Uh, it's before. Before. <laughs> yeah. so, or so I've heard. Yeah, that's what I've heard, too. They, they don't pay me, but I'm telling you. Right, <laughs> right. <laughs> no, but it was a better than that. We have quite a happened, but is the chambre before? No, but it was a lot of fun. That you know, we had a great time, and look forward to doing it again sometime. And and uh, for sure, yeah. Just let me know when you're going to be in town. So I know you're shooting for. Uh, is it next weekend at Ingles? Yes, next weekend. Right. Yep. I, I'm. I'm reading. I are, my son and I are coaching a, a, a 14 year old travel baseball team. We got tournaments like the next three or four weekends in a row. So, so um, what day are you going to be there? Saturday, Sunday. Uh, Saturday, I believe Saturday morning, and then Bishop and his girlfriend, I think, are coming down on Sunday. To also be to also be at Ingles. Yes. All right. So I need to shoot for Sunday. That way, I'll hit you and Bishop shoot and the girlfriend. Bob, is it necessarily pertinent for the podcast to know yeah. when you're going to it's, see Brad Ingle? Yeah, to- totally pertinent. Yes, yeah. it really is. Just remember, there's going to be a great story. Sorry to cut you off, Scotty Moore. But uh, there's going to be a great story because everywhere the Green Dragon or Chris Bishop goes, this dude named Doozen shows up and punches him right in the fucking face. And he passes out. It's like a freaking jackass movie. It, it breaks Everywhere out I've been, it, the last three times, no, no shit, this dude out of the blue, not invited, shows up and knocks Chris the Green Dragon the fuck out. It breaks, up into a, it breaks out into a, a Bruce Lee movie. There's and lot, then I'm like, and then you don't see Doozen. It's like, and, where did he go? He comes to wherever Chris Bishop is, punches him in the face, and leaves. If Tag is a movie, the fact that Chris Green Dragon Bishop gets his ass kicked at every party by Jay Van Dusen, and we never see him there. All right, we, we've officially given way too much airtime to Jay Van Dusen. Yeah, so yeah, for you. sure. All right, Scotty, it's amazing. Yeah, I love, so, you, we'll I love you, buddy. So, how's your mind? Right. Oh, oh, sure. everybody's good. Everything's good. good. Give her a hug for me. Everybody's good. Appreciate all right. it. All right, sir. We love you, man. All right. Talk to you guys. Love you guys, too. We'll talk to you soon. I'll see you Thanks, next week. Thanks, Scotty. Yep. Right. Take care, buddy. Bye. Ladies man, and gentlemen, Scotty guy. Moore, or Ward. I got to meet him. As he's known on the streets. Yeah, he sounds like a great guy. As he's known on the streets of Northern Hopefully, Michigan. he'll show up here at the podcast one night. Yeah. Well, he'll have some yinglings, that's for sure. And at least another six months before that happens. <laughs> okay. So, uh, new assignments for next week. Corey, I assume you're not taking one because you still got to watch one. No, I, no, no. I had to watch two when I freaking did my million little things over 13 Reasons Why. I, yeah, that's All fine. right, here we go. So uh, I, I have drawn Nick. Todd has drawn me, and uh, Corey has drawn Todd. Yeah. And Documentary then Nick, week. And then Nick has drawn. Danielle, that doesn't work. No, it doesn't. <laughs> She's not here, mate. All right, let's see if I can. Rework this without a beep, boop, 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 beep, boop, boop. Okay, so in this in this uh, example, Danielle is Todd. So okay, I have I have drawn Nick. Corey has drawn Todd. Todd has me, and Nick has Corey. <laughs> All right. So is everybody, everybody good to think about it? I can go first oh. while you're thinking. All right. I'm ready whenever. Okay, Todd, go ahead. So Bob, I want to assign you something I just recently saw. I don't I don't I don't know if you've seen it. And it is not the best movie ever made, but I, I, I thought I think it's a good movie. I Let's really find like out it. if I've so seen it or not yet. What is it? The Ice Road. The what? The Ice Road with Liam Neeson. Oh, I've, I have seen that. The Iceman Cometh. Is that what you're thinking of? 
No, the Ice Road. Uh, With Ice, Lawrence Fishburne? Ice Road Truckers? Ne- Netflix? No, no, Netflix. Netflix? Okay. I got it. You not seen it? I have not. Yeah, okay. All right, sweet. Uh, I got Nick. Nick, have you seen... Uh, this is a dumb question, but... Have you seen uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark? Indiana Jones? And the Raiders of the Lost Ark. Yeah, but yeah. it's an Indiana it's like Jones it's, flick, right? It's, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, running from the big ball. Have you seen it? I believe so. <laughs> he doesn't know. I, no, That's I, the whole thing. There's like 18 I, I, of them. He's trying Bob. to give you pieces of the movie to, for you to say yes, and he's going to say, oh, yeah, I saw that. No, I, be, I, believe, I believe I have, but I'd be more than happy to watch it again to fill in the blanks. Do you remember much about that movie? No. Big ball. How, how long ago did you think, do you think that you saw it? 25 years ago. So let's do... Raiders. Sounds good. Okay. I'm actually excited to watch it again. Because, uh... You see how horrible it is. I watched it with a child's Go mind. Go fuck yourself, Todd Dillon. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Todd. What the fuck did you give me around Christmas? Because I don't know if you should be wagging a finger. I could tell you. I could tell you. Yeah. You'll like Jingle Jangles even better. It Jesus. was Jingle yeah. Jangles better than Raiders of the Lost It was Jingle fucking Jangle. Had I been... Back to back, by the way, with the previous week was Bad Mom's Christmas. It was It was not a happy holiday let, let, let me tell for you, Nick Bader. Let me tell you, had I been close to the coast, I would have walked into the ocean. <laughs> 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 okay, so, so Nick, you have Corey. Yes, I do. <laughs> unless, uh, so, Co- unless Corey, you're ready for Todd, and you want to go first. I, I feel like Nick is already ready. No, I'm ready. Okay, Corey, you have to watch the next two episodes of Lost. And I already did. I, no, I already watched Lost. <laughs> you Ooh, watched. This is, we may two, be in uh, no, new territory. We've here. talked about this, have we? You said before. You said. You know what? If you can't ever think of something, you can actually uh, make Corey watch the next two episodes of Lost or, no. or the nope. things that you've told him before. Ooh, I, might, I might have. You, you just, many times. Do not agree with that, that whatsoever. Why yeah. Not? So I, not, first of all, first see. of all, let, 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 <laughs> just, just backtrack for a second. You did watch Lost before. How many episodes did you actually watch? He got watch? two. He yeah, got two. Yeah, he got two. And, okay. and you and I had both talked about it, and we we're like, uh, you I was not part of this conversation. No, but he's well. Said, you are now. But. You've said many yeah. times you're like uh, you're probably not going to grasp the whole idea of Lost. And do you understand that they're two? They're our episodes. Yeah. And he's only going to watch two. And you know, for another pick, you could always give him two more episodes. No, it does not seem I, right. I, I remember saying that. Yeah. Uh, why would that? Why would that be a problem? It's not a problem. So here, here are my thoughts on this, mm-hmm. and I'm happy to listen to Corey's thoughts. Corey's thoughts on this, and we put it to vote with Todd as well. Yep. My thought is, having watched Lost all six seasons, I would say you, you've already watched your gentleman screaming. You watched the first two episodes. That's two hours. It's really yep. all you needed to watch. You could have watched more, but you minimum you had to watch the first two. Mm-hmm. I think with something like Lost, I think here's what I'd like to propose: if we have a show. Right, because you can only really do this with a show. You can't do it with a movie. If we have a show that you that you assign to someone, and you really think that they would like it, but it's Lost is a great example of one of those shows where there's a lot of shit going on, and it's an unfolding mystery box that happens over time. I think, I think a good rule, a a, a good new rule for the podcast might be 
if someone has been assigned, like Corey's been assigned lost once already, and he fulfilled it, I think the 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 most <clears throat> I th- I think that it's okay that if you assign him two more episodes, but that after that beyond that it's not allowed. After that, it's not allowed. I agree with Either that. Either Corey's gonna be a fan or he's not, and that's it. So you can only be assigned a maximum of four hours of a show. I, I think that's that's good, exactly what was right. I think it's a good mind. rule. Because I'm not, I'm not trying to be vindictive. There are I some think, shows like, like Breaking Bad and and Lost and and you uh, have to X-Files watch more than that, two episodes. Yeah, the, the first two hours aren't really gonna. The, the, the true fans of, of the show might say like, "Man, if you'd only watch the next two hours, I th- I really feel like I might have hooked you." But that should go along with the the caveat that after that, like you can't assign him anymore. I I. Think he, that's could, fair. he could officially declare that he's done with Lost forever after this, and none of us can ever suggest that he watched it again. It's it's fair. I I still disagree with it, but but it is fair. So I I, I feel that's. Fa- I mean, I feel I, I would never say saying, like, oh, two more, two more again. Like that's not fair. If you if you <laughs> haven't after the next after the next two episodes, I mean, shit. After the I'm, next I'm, episode in fifteen minutes, if you're like, no, I'm saying I'm that done. having been assigned the ritual. Uh, Altered Carbon, Vikings, uh, Eastbound and Down, The Good Doctor, all those things where I only watched the first two hours of that series. You guys are free. I, I'm saying this with, and again, Corey, I understand where you're coming from. Like you were a super fan of the of the first two episodes, but I'm saying this in all fairness. Going like I realize that by saying this, I could be assigned the next two hours of all of this other shit that I may not have liked. But I'm willing to. I, I think it's fair. I'm willing to put like myself said, it, 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 in, I'm not, in your I'm not, position. I'm not saying it's not fair. I, like I said, do I agree with it? No. I, I still think the premise is it should always be something new. But it is fair. So in in that aspect, I I'll, I think it's a good ground rule for the show to say you know uh, have, four hours is the limit. Like you you cannot now no longer be assigned lost after this. Do do you agree that there may be a series that it took you a while to get into? Eh, or you've not, known immediately all, all no, the time. No, usually, usually second episode. And by the way, the last time you, you were assigned I, lost, I, I, I'm, it, I'm, hold on, Todd, I'm, you, you were assigned lost in uh, over a year ago. It was May of 2020. Okay. So a lot of time has passed. Um, you may not remember what happened in those episodes. No, oh, I remember. would you care. <laughs> but I when, you, when you start episode three, you're going to get the recap of the previous episode, so you'll be able to drop right in. I, I think it's a fair, and I, I'm willing to subject myself to the same scrutiny for anything else that I've been assigned that I may not have liked at all. But if someone wanted to assign it to me, I'd be like, okay, then that's it. I mean, Corey, for God's sakes, I watched Lady Gaga documentary from you. Yeah, but it's something you haven't seen yet. No, so, I, I know, but yeah, the, it, yeah, hold it's on, not also, really the same. Yeah, we're thing. we're kind of fucking steamrolling over everything. There's a fourth member of the cast. Todd, go ahead, buddy. I am I am the new guy, and I I'm siding with Corey in that. Here's the thing: for the most part, if in two episodes of a season, uh, I know that I don't like it, uh, it, even though sometimes it doesn't pick up. Like I, again, I was I did I did, but and here's why I, why I say that we, what we should. I have a different alternate idea along with this, but like uh, last Ted Lasso, I didn't love it in the first two episodes, but I, I watched that third, and then they got better and they got better. So I think in one vein, it is good to potentially look a bit more. But if I, I hate something, like absolutely hate it in the first two episodes, there's no way they can bring me back 
And like the the movie that Danielle assigned me, this isn't a knock on her because I know I beat her up <laughs> about who killed Sarah. But no, I'm like, but I'm like, I know. I'm, and by the way, I did watch four episodes and it still sucked. Uh, so I'm like, I know, knew right out of the gate it was going to be horrible. Why don't it, to be, to be, you know, I'm not going to say the word, uh, I'm not going to string together to clear? the button push. To be clear? To be clear. Yeah. I agree with, with Corey. It shouldn't be a mandate, but if we want to make it sporting, why don't we say if somebody asks you to watch episodes three and four or some other episodes of a thing that you didn't like the first time, why don't you then flip a coin and leave it the chance? Because why punish a guy? Usually, like I said, if, it, if I'm on the fence, yes, I do it. But if I'm not going to ever like who killed Sarah, and you should all watch it because it's horrible. <laughs> but the idea is we're all we're all holding everybody at their at their word, right? For not doing this maliciously. Like you, Nick is recommending it for Corey, not because he's like, I know you hated the first two, so take that. You got another two. It's like I don't think. But if you hate, that's what I'm saying. If you typically, like I said, if Corey's, if in my mind, and I don't speak for him, if I watched the show and I was like, eh, I'm on the fence, I'd be more happy with it. But like, like I said, with the with the movies that I don't like, it's just punishment to watch. Two more. I've already gone in with my mind made up. I'm like, if you're on the fence, sign me two more. I'm like, like I said, Ted Lasso. If I just watched the minimum, I'm like, eh, I don't know, Bob. I might, might or might not get to it. But I happen to like it enough to say, hey, I'll take it for a little bit more of a ride. Even though, if you really, if you if you watch that show, they didn't hit their stride till episode four or five, and yeah. then it was awesome. Yeah, that, that's the that's the that's the use case that I'm looking at. Going like, there's a chance where this might actually be not a bad thing. Are you still Bluetooth connected to the phone to the mixer? I can be. Why don't you go in and connect and let's get Miss Danielle in the fin in the phone because we're not going to solve this with four guys. We need a fifth tiebreaker vote. Is she available? Uh, I, I, excuse me. I wish she's on her way home. She might pick up. Let's try so, it. Oh, okay. Let's um, try it. Uh, so we'll ask Danielle, um, and I, I'd even be open to saying, you know, uh, I, I'm not gar- guaranteeing anything that Corey's going to love it, but to of course not echo the sentiment of Todd and follow the rules of he's saying if someone hates something, I specifically remember Corey saying I did not hate it, did not hate it. Okay, okay. I, I just didn't I, like it. I hope that there aren't any dinosaurs. Is what he said. Yeah, I feel like they saw something in the woods, and if there's dinosaurs, you're going to completely fucking lose me. You know what? Lost is a great example of. Uh, I couldn't think of a better example for what we're trying to do here and what we're what we're discussing because Lost is a. Uh, there's so many different uh, main characters, all of which get like at least one hour of of network TV devoted to them in the first season to explain their backstory where. There's something for everybody, and that's why the show had a lot of big appeal. And so I feel like my, my counterpoint to that, Bob, yeah. and, I, and again, hopefully, I'm not, hopefully I'm stepping in. No, go my ahead. counterpoint is, I really like Breeders, the show I assigned Danielle. Yeah, really, really like it, and I think that most people would. But she, the thing that put her off was the it's, it's British accents, and so you got to pay hardcore attention and be willing to rewind. And if it didn't grab her in the first two episodes, right. she's never going to be grabbed. And so my take is if I assign it to her again, because I I'm, I didn't assign it to her because I think it's horrible. And really, I think anybody who likes ab- abject humor, it's funny as shit. It can't, I, you can't deny it. But if you can't understand it, you're not willing to put in the, the time to understand it. Even like Letterkenny. People hate Letterkenny because they got to rewind it sometimes. Yep. Even though it's brilliant. Yep. But we have to remember, too, that, that some folks like Nick – don't have a deep reserve of shit to assign to people. 
and yeah. and and I believe that he I believe that he's not assigning it. He may be assigning it because he doesn't have a lot of other shit to assign to Corey, but I think he genuinely believes that. Like, hey, if you give another couple episodes, there's I, a chance you might like it. I, I would. I'm, rat- I'm with you. Like I said, I yeah. think Breeders is brilliant, and I would assign it. Ag- I would assign it again because I think if you watched enough of it and you get picked up on their the way they speak, you would love it. Everybody would because it's funny shit about what parents think. I, right. It's good. Uh, the, the funnier thing is when uh, the, the the two lovebirds are having babies years from now, it'll probably relate to it because it's the same stuff. But yeah, I, I would. I'm, rat- not gonna, I'm not going to die on this hill. I, I would. Yeah. yeah no. I, I, hear I would. My my thought process is only this. Yeah, I don't have a big discography of of film, uh, if anything, that I can assign. I, and I get that. But the few things that I like, I like. Um, that being said, I know a lot of people that like Lost. I really like Lost. And each episode is so different that um, I don't really feel like you can get invested in the first two episodes. Because I know personally I didn't. Uh, it took me a while to get to episode three. Um, but when I watched three and four is when I finally started watching it. There's a good chance Corey will still not like it. Um, and there's, I have a sneaking suspicion knowing his personality that even if he somewhat liked it, he still would not like it. But yeah, I, I think that after that, you know, I would never torture anyone and, and say, well, too bad. You know, you're going to keep watching more and more episodes. Um, but I would rather, the the heart of gentlemen's agreement should be something you think someone should watch and that they may like and i would rather do that than reach down deep into my archive that's not very big and pull out a shit movie and be like well i haven't assigned this but you can have it yeah i think i'm on your side and and i i feel like if we did if took a vote which Generally, we should. That's a democratic. It's going to be two to it's two. It's going to be two to two. So, so why don't we do, um, Corey? You still have an assignment to give to Todd, right? Yes. Why don't we do that while Nick, if you could attempt to connect to the mixer and see if we can get Danielle Finn on the phone. Okay. Todd, <clears throat> have you seen Tom Segura Ball Hog? I haven't seen it. Okay, there you go. Tom Segura Ball Hog on Netflix. Perfect. Perfect. I put on my burp filter. Sorry, guys. <laughs> All right. Well, I, I think between the four of us, I think we've relented to, to, to say that, and maybe next week we'll get her input, but I think we're good going forward. So, Well, that, I'll, I'll, no. I'll leave it up to Corey. Are you okay with it, or can't you want me to pick something else? No, we, we can leave it at that. Um, <laughs> Todd. Shut up, Todd. Like I said, it, it, it's it's fair, but I it's as I told Bob, I, which I don't know if you heard me, I, I don't want that to be a fallback. Of no, like, no, 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 no. It won't be. You know. Has it ever happened before? No. It's no. It's like almost two years. Time. Two yeah. years, yeah. So it won't be. But I, this is something I feel slightly strongly about. And if you hate it, you hate it. Um, Bob was the same way. I mean, Amy had parties at her house. You know, lost parties. Wait, wait, wait. At her- I, I got better oh, things. I think it's fair. Right? I love it. I'm actually coming on to Bob and Nick's side. But if Corey hates it, he gets to Rochambeau you. <laughs> well, all right, I Todd. Know, I don't know what that means. Now you're talking my. It's good my that you speed. don't. Okay, I don't know what that means. <laughs> Just agree to it, buddy. No. All right, that is the, <laughs> that is the podcast for the week. Uh, thank you for joining us. Please uh, tune in next weekend and uh, for episode 132. So, on behalf of Shoutcast, this is Bob and Nick and Corey and Todd saying thank you for joining us, and we'll see you next week. Take care of yourselves.